The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to a brand new episode. And uh, the name of the episode is Burnout Paradise. It's, it's, it's all the way till the end. That's... <laughs> It's the only hint I'm going to give you about this title for this episode. It's all the way till the end. Speaking of all the way till the end, that's where we make you go to hear the celebrities being interviewed. We know that you love the celebrities, so we save the best to last. Jimmy interviewing the uh, cast and director of Tomb Raider. Yes, he's got Alicia Vikander and Walton Goggins and the director. <clears throat> More on that coming up. Uh, that's uh, all the way. He's also going to review uh, A Wrinkle in Time for us as well, and we're going to talk about Jessica Jones season two. No spoilers. A uh, bunch of stuff happening in this episode. I think you're going to like it. And of course, we have to thank the people that make it possible. Our fine, fine sponsors: Doctor Volt's Comic Connection, open seven days a week. Hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount of purchases over twenty dollars or more, and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. Don't be surprised when you see me there or any of the Geek Show guys. That's where we get our comics. So uh, say hi when you're there. Also, our friends at Cabin Fever. I get a lot of stuff from Cabin Fever. Action figures, playing cards, jigsaw puzzles, gift books, all that kind of thing. Located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. It's Cabin Fever. So much more than a card store. Also, our friend uh, Chef Daniel has opened up the Twin Sons Cafe. Yes, he's now serving breakfast and lunch every day but Tuesday. He describes the food as uh, Americana with a Southwest Mexican influence. He can be accommodating to all sorts of diets. He just wants to serve you a good, wholesome meal. Go in and say hi to our friend Daniel. 2305 South Highland Drive in Salt Lake. It's the Twin Sons Cafe. Also, Black Velvet Boutique, Dawn and Leah. Not a porn store or a novelty store. Valuable sexual wellness resource for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. They have free sex education workshops as well. You can see them in Clearfield at 293 South State Street in Clearfield or go to blackvelvetboutique.com. Also, Valley Office Systems. Stop buying disposable office printers off the shelf at the big box store. Get the highest quality commercial grade printers from Valley Office Systems for a whole lot less than you'd expect. Go to valleyofficesystems.com. And thank you all for being here each and every week with a brand new episode of Geek Show Podcast. The name of this one is Burnout Paradise. Please to enjoy. And welcome back to the basement. Woohoo! It's the basement. Right. Yes. I We're thought the show already it. started a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> that was pregame show. Yeah, that was Trump jokes. Oh, that was a bunch hysterical. of stuff we can't say on the That's microphone. Right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, welcome back to the basement. Uh, it's uh, geekshowpodcast.com, and, and uh, we're here. You're there listening at work, I'm sure. Because that's. Maybe on a long drive. Maybe, yeah. Maybe you're, maybe you're driving up north to get some fruit, and then you realize the fruit <laughs> stands aren't open yet. So oh, you got to drive back man. and listen to another episode. I'd be curious to know if people. What what they do while they listen yeah. to this show. Like clean the house. Yeah, because there, there are some shows that I can listen to. And and I can clean the house and listen to podcasts. Like all and, things considered. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. I bet some yeah. of them make angry notes that they burn afterwards. I was going to say, so people just fume. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering what people do when they listen. Because I know we've heard from cubicle people you know, yeah. that listen while they're pretending to work. 
Let me see it. Who mom's the dad? on our Facebook. What do you do while you listen? What, what do you do? Let us know. I'm gonna do it right now. Let us know. All right. Uh, anyway, he's doing it right now. He's Shannon Barnson. Oh, I gotta stop doing it right now for <laughs> a second. <laughs> stop doing it. Hey, everybody. God, things are great. God, things are great. I sure like God. Come to my p- God. Okay, let me put that fake back on again. Hold on. Hey, man, come to my pub quiz. There you go. Uh, lucky thirteen. Eight thirty. Oh God, it's just gonna change goddamn life. Is like, it? like, yeah, I'm like a one man episode of Queer Eye. Aww. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure changed my life. <laughs> It changed his life. He's Lee George K. <laughs> so uh, last episode, I talked about uh, this amazing thing with uh, Ari Lehman, the first Jason mm. uh, slasher jerky coming out pretty soon. So mm-hmm. keep an eye on uh, social medias for that. It'll be fantastic. Uh, you can also check out uh, all the things that I do, all five million things of them at uh, Vegan Agenda, We're 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201. Uh, I forgot to mention in the last episode that yes. uh, I got to guest on the Let's Go Eat show with uh, your associate, Mr. Bill Allred. Mm. But so after you get done listening to this podcast, because this will always be your first podcast, yes, uh, go ahead and listen to that because you'll you'll learn a few things about me when I was homeless and how I used to turn tricks on state and Maine. With and your money that, maker, it's that wide stance. Again. It's that I money maker. I also want to point something out. Uh, as we age, uh, things change. Right? We, mm-hmm. we know this. The aging yes. is is terrible. So when I turned forty, I started getting uh, spam mail to meet sexy singles in my neighborhood. In your area. In my area, and uh, sometimes it was meet sexy black singles in your neighborhood, which I thought was really nice that they yeah. realized that I was, you know, really open minded in the that I'm, I'm tolerant of all peoples. Uh, now, as I'm closing in on 50, I'm getting things like emergency hernia patch. <laughs> well, they understand. I don't want to be things, 50 anymore. They understand things change. No, I, when I was turning 40, I was like, cool. I'm, I'm <laughs> happening. I'm going places. I'm meeting sexy singles, and some of them are exotic. Lee, that's called targeted marketing. So did you buy it? <laughs> I don't have a hernia. <laughs> now, I, I started feeling old like because I've noticed that um, most of the shows I watch, um, I'll, I'll have uh, commercials for catheters. My <laughs> catheters are like pills, <laughs> medications. I'll you tell know. you one thing. On like the CW app, I have to watch commercials because yeah. it's not for my But know, they're all flat. commercials for CW shows. Well, there's CW shows, and then there's commercials for uh, drugs. Those are the two things mm. that you see all the time. Or maybe that was the CBS app. That was the CBS app that had all the drug commercials. The the scary thing about the drug commercials is when they start saying the side effects. Oh, it takes longer. All of them them now include thoughts of suicide. Yeah. Are you having a hard time with the Jimmy legs? Are your legs all over the place? Take Rancor. It's great. But it may give you thoughts of suicide. Side effects may include restless legs. Restless, restless, <laughs> or cancer, suicide, or death, cancer, cancer, a desire to eat pigmen, yeah. kitten shits. It's the, kitten it's crazy. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know, but you'll get I, it. I don't want it. Am I shitting like a kitten, or am I shitting kittens? Because that sounds no, it's terrible. Worse. It's worse. You have to. You have to go in gravel. That's all. <laughs> Why am I bearing your my shit again? I think what? I got the kitten shit. Oh, well, let me just say this. Uh, first of all. Thank you for burying it. That's let me just say that. <laughs> I have to. It's just instinct in me now. I know. But stop coming over and tell us to take it off your ass. The, the parts you our, didn't get. Our, cat, our cats <laughs> become 
peculiar because she's uh, she she caught a mouse the other day in our house and we're really excited. She's running around with the mouse. Is we're her like, name Kitten Shits? Yeah, her name's Kitten Shits. Oh, uh, actually, it's it's Mrs. Mittens Kitten Shits. Uh, but she she put it she put the mouse in the cat box. She didn't kill it either. She just put it directly in the cat box. Smell my shit. <laughs> and I think yeah, she was right. like, I think she was skipping a couple of steps. She's like, I would eat it and shit it, but I could just put it in the cat this, box. This will ah. go. This will go yeah. here. I'm sure this is diseased. This I'll just skip the gonna, internal part. Yeah. This is where you were going to end up anyway. Yeah. She's like, oh, look at my capture while I lick my asshole. <laughs> you see that turd there? That was your friend, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Kittenshit. Say hello to your mother. <laughs> Oh, God, Corporal Kitten Shits, why'd you do that? <laughs> we didn't militarize this cat. Jeez, Shannon. Not this one. No. Corporal no. Kitten Shits. <laughs> You've been so good, Corporal Kitten Shits, we're giving you a promotion. Me, yeah! <laughs> You'll now be Colonel Kitten Shits. What's that, General Whiskers? I've got a mission. Does it come with Get a bigger me, hat? Colonel Kitten Shits. <laughs> a bigger hat is definitely in the equation. All right, cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's much better than her first name. Shitfoot. <laughs> See, I want to be Commodore Kitten Shits. Shitfoot Kitten Shits? <laughs> yeah, Shitfoot Kitten Shits. He wants to be Commodore Kitten Shits. Yeah. <laughs> I have a whole fleet of turds. He's Jimmy Martin. <laughs> it's a flotilla. <laughs> oh, that's good. I know. Oh, man. Why did I go see that movie? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Kitten shit. Oh, Hold why? On. That's <laughs> script treatment. Well, I can always say it. Watch me on KSL. <laughs> Big movie mouth off. Uh, Rebian Slug. Geek Show, Mediocre Show, and uh, The Arrow. Yeah, I just want a giant hat. Be Commodore Kitten Shits. <laughs> when you show up to KSL this week, say, uh, I changed my name, and um, <laughs> I'm going to ask you to respect my life choice. You know, just... I want it now to read um, Colonel Kitten Shits. With three exclamation points. <laughs> And it's with Z's and so now. Dollars Oh, gross. All right. He's the des- <laughs> designated driver and producer of the program. Rethinking his life choices. He is Quad <laughs> T. I'm driving this off a cliff. <laughs> I'm a Louis style. <laughs> on a pair of roller skates. <laughs> no. Uh, check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony. Or always right here on the Geek Show or on the Gadget Spot podcast with uh, Jaron Owen and a special secret guest every episode. Mm-hmm. Huzzah. Huzzah, indeed. Uh, let's see. Now oh, no. We, we got uh, our host. The, the, oh. the king of huzzahs. The, yes. I mean, king kitchen shit. King kitchen shit himself. <laughs> you know, it's amazing they never pulled that character out on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. King kitten shit. King kitten shit. Now, buddy, we're going to go to the neighborhood make believe and check in on king kitten shits. Lady Elaine, <laughs> please clean my box. <laughs> Gary right. Jackson. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, there's a lot of really cool stuff coming Did you know that way. King Friday was King Friday the 13th? I found that out this morning. That was his full title. Yeah. King Friday the... Yes, yep. I knew that. Yeah. Why did I know that? Because <laughs> I love the show. Right, and it, it, what was the queen? Her name was... Uh, Queen uh, something Friday she Saturday. Only, she no. only showed up every once in a while. It was uh, Queen Chlamydia. Oh. It, was, uh, it was a lesson Mr. Rogers never wanted to teach. That's right. She'd never go away. <laughs> she might right. clear up from time to time. But <laughs> all right, how many how many neighborhood of make believe characters can you name? Daniel Tiger. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Prin- uh, King Friday. King Friday. And Qu- Queen Friday. And Queen. Uh, yeah. Lady Elaine. Um, Fuckface Freddy. Now, <laughs> Fuckface Freddy was my favorite. Now, King Friday His and the Queen. His face is always wet. King Friday and the Queen. They had a kid, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it Rufus. Was, uh, it was Rufus. Kitten shits. Kitten shits. Friday. I think it was Saturday, Sunday, or something like that. It was. Uh, it was anyway. Oh, all right. Yes, yeah. Okay, who else? Uh, trolley. The trolley. The trolley, okay. yeah, I'll was give, a character. We'll give you that uh-huh. one. All right. Um, um, You're forgetting. Harvey the leper. Two big <laughs> ones. Two big ones. <laughs> X, X the owl. Yeah. And the cat. Which lived in the tree. That was Daniel Tiger. He already brought him up. No, he said Daniel Tiger, Henrietta Pussycat. Oh, Oh, yeah. That was the one I go, hey, man. No, I I hated, hated Henrietta Pussycat. I just wanted to shut her judgmental fucking trap. Get a dick, meow, meow. (laughs) That's exactly it. Fucking jump off a cliff, meow, meow. Pretty much. (laughs) Fucking dick hole, meow, meow. Yeah. Wow. I don't give a shit. All right, this so, is a kid so I haven't had a job since Fred died. Here are the, uh, here meow, are the, meow. Here are the characters <laughs> from the neighborhood of Maple. All right, okay. Uh, Anna Platypus. Yes. Uh, Betty Okanok Templeton Jones. That's she must have been that's a, a name. She don't must have been a human character. Bob Dog. Bob Dog. How Bob can you forget fucking Bob Dog? Dog? How do you forget uh, Bob Dog? Colette. Must have been a live person as well. How about Cornflake S. Specially? Cornflake S. Specially. Yeah. <laughs> yep. What? Cousin Mary Owl. That must yeah. have been X's cousin. Cousin Stephen Owl. Mm-hmm. Daniel Striped Tiger. Striped Tiger. Uh, let's lived in a clock. Lived in a clock. Lived in a fucking clock. Did you know uh, on PBS they do, like, a, it's called Mr. Is Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood? Yeah, it's, it's, it's like animated. A, yeah, it's an animated Mr. Oh, and it's, and, it's, and it's that? Yeah, yeah, you raise a trolley and everything. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Yeah. I didn't so, know that. Okay. It's actually so, a really cute. I'm going to get high and watch that. Yeah. How, about, uh, how about Donkey Hody? Donkey Hody, oh, I remember. That's right. uh, then there's Edgar Cook. Don't remember Edgar Cook. Elsie Jean Platypus. Do you know platypuses carry uh, um, gonorrhea? Yeah. Watch out for those two in the friendly uh, neighborhood. Grant, Grant, <laughs> uh, Grant Pear. <laughs> H.J. Elephant the Third. Now, uh, a character on the show, not in the neighborhood of make-believe. Mm-hmm. Mr. Rogers. Mr. Mr. <laughs> Mr. McFeely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, post, yeah. the postman. The, the postman. Apparently, now, I could be wrong on this. Check on this. I think that Fred Rogers' middle name was McFeely. It was his mother's maiden name. His mother's maiden yeah. name? Yeah. What was the cop's name? Uh, that was uh, Officer Francois Clemens. Yes. <laughs> and Francois Clemens, and he talks about this oh. to this day. Uh, he, he was a, 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 a gay black man. Mm-hmm. Who did not want to play a cop because, in his mind, uh, the cops were bad. They, yeah. they they came into your neighborhood and they fucked things up. Yeah. And so, uh, and Fred said, "No, I want to, I want to actually show kids that uh, the that a cop can be a black man." And okay. they had a very pivotal episode where mm-hmm. where he took his shoes off and in he pool. sat down in the in the waiting pool. Yeah. With, with Fred. Mm-hmm. So, I, so I, I love that we're talking about this because it's the fiftieth anniversary of the show. Mm-hmm. Well, that this, documentary this at Sundance was amazing. <laughs> well, and there's a thing actually coming on PBS. Uh, they're doing they're doing their own little thing. Are they Tuesday night about uh, last week? Last week. Yep. So go use your fucking time machine <laughs> or your DVR. Or, I bet it's on demand if you yeah. Have, I'll uh, I'll start crying if I watch. So it. I'm with my Carrie. It's okay to cry. I, I do. Well, that's, what Mr. Cry. I that's what Mister Rogers told me. Yeah, I do have the relevant names that <laughs> yes. you were looking for. Okay. Uh, the Queen was Queen Sarah Saturday. Sarah. Queen Sarah. 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 That's uh, there right. was also another royalty, uh, Princess Margaret H. Lizard, which I believe they said instead of Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> Margaret H. Lizard. <laughs> and then it was uh, Prince Lizard. Prince Tuesday. Prince Tuesday. Yeah, mm-hmm. was it? Yep. Who's their so kid? those were your neighborhood of make believe characters. Yes. Clean my cat box, Lady Elaine. Uh, yeah. All right. Did Mike? you know in the, in the first uh, week of the show, huh? the, the king wanted to build a wall and keep all the foreigners out? Yeah. And it's like completely correlates to what's going on right Michael now. Michael Keaton got his start 
on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Who did? Michael Keaton. Really? I tell know. tell yeah. me he was Bob Dog, please. No, he never actually did acting. He was a stagehand. <laughs> oh, so, okay. So he'd tell stories. I remember him being on Letterman telling stories about how there was there were always people trying to screw Fred up while he was doing his thing. So it'd be like a... A guy standing in the closet, like with a monster mask on, or not oh, wearing yeah. pants, or whatever else. So when he reach in to get a sweater, it'd be a dude just standing there, like trying to get him to fuck up his lines. And uh, Fred was just one of those guys, like, well, well golly, there we go. <laughs> well, it's true. Like the whole crew, real fast. Uh, there was a story uh, where he always had, you know, kids would come onto the set. He take Fred would take pictures of him, like you know, keep him in his photo book. And uh, he, and one time he left it out, and this one crew member would always take people's cameras and take pictures of his ass like that. So he took it with one of the giant king heads on, and so and he goes. Fred never said anything about it, like, you know, for months. He goes, and then we had our Christmas party. And he said, oh, did, like, did Joey get his Christmas present? And the guy turned around the corner, and the size of, like, a movie poster was the picture of his ass. Like, that. And Fred goes, Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, I, I, I just remember uh, I watched it all the time, much to my father's chagrin. He did not care for Mr. Rogers because he was, he was convinced that Mr. Rogers was going to make me gay. Uh, my grandfather was <laughs> yeah. such a raging homophobe that yeah. he would say, oh, are you watching that fruit again? That fruit, yeah. yeah. And so uh, that's, that was my introduction but, to homophobia. But I watched it all the time. And yeah, I did too. Yeah, and it was... Uh, I felt safe. It's the only time I felt safe in my whole life. Oh. Sorry. I'm scared right now. Even when the Bloodhound Gang came and showed you how to solve mysteries on the electric company? That terrible band from the 90s? No. Oh. The Bloodhound Gang. Whenever you're in trouble, we're there on the double. We're Could the Bloodhound Gang. Like That's what I was thinking of, Jimmy. <laughs> That's the Bloodhound Gang. Are we talking yeah, about the same the Bloodhound Gang? No. They got oh. the name from the electric company. The lead singer of the Bloodhound Gang stole my friend's car. <laughs> For real. She worked at Saltaire and he was doing a show and he stole Sydney's car and I guess he was all stoned and drunk and uh, got it was out doing donuts on the salt flats and well, got her car he's stuck. A, he's a former radio guy, so that explains a yeah. lot. <laughs> oh. Uh, just a couple of quick things then and we'll get to broken news. Uh, a couple of cartoon things. Yeah, uh, I like Silver those. Hawks. Uh, no. Bring it back. No. Uh, these are both uh, <laughs> existing properties that are being made into uh, animated, uh, I think animated, yeah. Better not say pound purries. Well, let me start with... Uh, pound puppies. With uh, it's a it's a current comic book, and I hear it's doing pretty well. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Yes, I want. I haven't read it. Is it good? I, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's an, I'll, uh, it's I'll an animated show. I'll yeah. show you an app that'll help you get caught up. So, and Devil Dinosaur is an old timey long. It's been around. That character's forties. Like no, like the fifties. That character's been around for a real long yeah, time. He used to be with Moon Boy, who was moon a caveman. Who was a caveman. But this is a Moon Girl. It's a little girl in modern times, and she's a, not a cave person. She's a regular. She's like girl. super smart too. She goes to school. You know that sort of thing. Yep. So they're making that for. Uh, uh, it says for one of Disney's signature TV networks, hasn't hasn't got a place yet. But I'll uh, bet it's XD. Th- that's where it'll go. Uh, so there's that, and then <laughs> the Rocketeer. Ooh. What? A Dave, cartoon? Dave Sims? I think it's a cartoon. Let me take a look here. Uh, Rocketeer will be a young girl named Cat who receives a surprise birthday present in the form of the Rocketeer's jetpack. <laughs> That's the best birthday Jesus present Jesus Christ, ever. my birthdays all fucking suck now. So <laughs> she takes up the mantle herself and goes on adventures with her best friend and her uncle. Each episode will contain two 11-minute long stories featuring Cat and her friends. One of her friends happens to be handy with gadgets. So, that's, that's so he's going to build the helmet with a fin on it. That's uh, right. As, and as well as an original song, it says here. So if you're oh. expecting something in the vein of the movie from 91, this is not it. Well, 
Uh, and it's being aimed at uh, two to seven year olds. It's being that's oh. that's who they're oh. Ma- making. Oh, cool! I'm going to learn about Nazis. I'm going to fucking love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's uh, the Rocketeer. The Rocketeer, uh, and for those of you that don't remember the movie, it was based off of a, a comic in the late '80s, early '90s Great from, from uh, Dave Sims, and he literally uh, resurrected Betty Page with that. Yeah, because uh, the the Jennifer Connelly character in the movie was based off of Betty Page, but in the comics, it's Betty Page. He's he's dating. Uh, He's actually dating, dating Betty yeah, Page. Yeah, bondage model Betty Page. And she had but no, she's in, got a different name. It's just but it's totally Page. one. No, it wasn't. It wasn't? No, it was just like, but it was. Betty. It, was, it looked like Betty Page was playing Betty that role. Betty yeah. Page. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty fucking close. But to, to this day, it's still one of the coolest helmets ever. A great costume. Oh, the costume. costume. The yeah. costume is the yeah. best. And, and Dave Sims kind of kind of did the what we lovingly refer to as good girl art, better than just about anybody out there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, every panel Old was pin up stuff. Yeah, just just great stuff. High adventure, Nazi punching. See, I never read. We the, need more Nazi punching. Yes, I never read the comic, but oh, I, I, I just knew it. I just knew that it was from Comic Book Origins, yeah. and that made me excited. I did mm-hmm. finally get a Rocketeer action figure that I wanted, okay. which we didn't get when the movie came out. Well, uh, Jeffy. Yeah, Jeff and Scott loved the comic. The comic. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where I heard that it was a comic from. I think was I, from them. I was going to buy the helmet one time, but I think it was like a couple hundred bucks, maybe two or three hundred bucks. It's like, no, nope, like, I'll wait till I get the jetpack. <laughs> and uh, Just since, don't forget your chewing gum if you get the jetpack. Yes, that's true. And since you're, uh, that's right. Since you're sitting at your cubicle, we want you to go to uh, YouTube right now and look up Fahrenheit 451 oh. HBO. Look that. I'm up. excited for this. I think it looks great. That uh, that book is just Is it a series awesome. or a mini series or just a movie? It's just a movie. Okay. Um, is, is it or I, I from what I can tell it's it's a it's a movie. Let me see. Uh it's a first good look at uh, Ray Bradbury's uh, see, novel. I'll, I'll watch anything that's an adaptation of Ray Bradbury stuff. Um, Did you watch the Martian Chronicles TV show? 19- I'll watch almost anything that's a Ray Bradbury. Are you talking <laughs> no, the, what is this? The uh, Rock Hudson Marshall Chronicles from 1979. 79. It was a TV miniseries. I didn't yeah. know this existed. Yeah, they actually had uh, it's the, probably on YouTube. The opening, the opening theme was Elton John's Rocket Man. But yeah. is it is it worth watching? No, oh. no. I thought it was boring as hell. Well, I'll watch it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most of the trailer covers the parts of the novel where you learn that you know Montag is is a fireman. Mm-hmm. Montag's boss is Michael Shannon. And Montag is played by Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, nice. And their job is to get rid of outlawed books. Their job is to burn them. Uh, so, uh, yeah. I'm excited for it. Uh, that's, uh, that's coming. From what I can tell, it's a movie, and it premieres this May. It's got Sophia Botella. I like her. Hmm. Uh, Martin Donovan is also in it. And, uh, yeah. Sweet. Oh, it says uh, we get the... F- because the it's just books in the book. Because that mm-hmm. was before... The internet, right? Uh, but we it says that they're going to take on things like uh, virtual reality, mass, was before, mass media. It was before uh, possessive media. Mm-hmm. You you had books and you had maybe comics and newspapers, but you couldn't actually own media. It was just televised or in movie theaters. You didn't have a copy of it. Yeah. Yep. No, they say it in the trailer. It just says like burn the books, burn the computers, like burn everything. Mm-hmm. It's. Ooh. But again, I think we're going to get another great performance out of Michael B. Jordan, and again, Michael Shannon playing a bad guy, which he does yeah. <laughs> better than anybody. It's stock and trade, and if he yeah. just played bad guys the rest of his life, he'd he'd work forever. Right. But yep. then he turns around and does weird comedies. Yeah. Afterwards, because he has to, I think, palate yeah, cleanse. Bad. He's right. got to balance it out yeah. a little bit. Like he, him, and goddamn Shape of Water. Oh, he what was, a piece of shit! Yeah. You're just like. Oh, I know you're gonna get killed. Joining, joining, yeah, you're the, just waiting for it. Joining the lexicon are great Guillermo del Toro villains who get their faces cut. 
Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that's a thing. That happens a lot to yep. his bad guys. Straight razor to the face. Aha. <laughs> huh. All right. Uh, we'll get some broken news, and we'll be back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Rico or Kyocera. That should mean something to you, especially if you're looking for a copier or printer, because they're considered the highest quality printers and copiers. And Valley Office Systems can put Rico or Kyocera in your office for a lot less than you probably thought. Plus, the service to back them up. Set up your free consultation at valleyofficesystems.com and find out what it's like to have the best. Hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons? I gotta slice the almonds? All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook, or are too busy, or have decided to make changes in their diet and don't know where to start. This is From Scratch Cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon, he's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients locally. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. Hi, I'm JD. I'm Peterson. This is Spencer. And we're the 3-Bit Gamer Show, where we fight about video games. No, we don't. Yeah, we really do. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at 3-Bit Gamer Show. Pants are optional. Cabin Fever. Our friends at Cabin Fever. Action figures, playing cards, jigsaw puzzles, gift books, magic, and more. Cabin Fever carries a large selection of awesome, givable, and receivable merchandise. There's so much more than a card store. Cabin Fever's been providing customers with hand-picked greeting cards, gift wraps, books, and gifts since they opened their doors way back in 1982. Located at the heart of Trolley Square, the corner of 500 South and 700 East, Cabin Fever has been helping the meek, the geek, and the freak since day one. Stop by and see what's in store. They're currently getting in their spring merchandise. Cabin Fever prides itself on hand-picking every item for the store, from books to greeting cards to action figures, all of it. Even their wrapping paper and bows. Stop by, say hi, tell them Geek Show says hey. They love to hear from the Geek Show customers. Since 1982, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a card store. Ah, uh, broken news. Welcome to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the name of this episode is Burnout Paradise, and we'll, yeah! get, oh, we'll, yeah. get, we'll get back to it coming up. I think, yeah, I think it's Tony's longest video game segment. It could be. Ever. Yeah. That, that's, that's coming up. Burnout Paradise. Oh, oh yeah, Jay, you yeah, were here yeah, for yeah, Burnout Paradise. Yeah, yeah, we banged those episodes out. It's yeah. coming up. Uh, hi, Jay and what's Jimmy it, and Shanna. Hello. Everyone's here. Hey, good morning. How are you? Oh, yeah, daylight savings time. I'm all types of... Messed up? Yeah. Behind. Yeah. <laughs> I almost missed it. Yeah. 
Ah, uh, all right. Let's uh, let's get to broken news. And oh, and stay till the end. Yeah, because Jimmy is interviewing the cast and director of Tomb Raider. T- Tomb Raider. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Lisa so you Vikander. got Lisa Vikander and Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins, who, who needs to be a Marvel villain. Oh, he'd be a good one. I want him to be a Marvel you know, villain someday. Do you know who Lisa Vikander's married to? No, I didn't know she was. Well, Michael Fassbender. No shit. That is some <laughs> ugly sex. That is some. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Right when someone told me that, I go, Jesus Christ. Like, what club are they hanging out in? Because I want to come and look through the window. <laughs> anyway, let's see what we got here. Um, Black Panther. Yeah. All I can say is just get out of Marvel's way, man. <laughs> Just get out of their way. You know, it's crazy because people still ain't seen this damn movie. Well, somebody's seen it. Oh, apparently, there's only like five <laughs> people. There's five people because it just hit the billion dollar mark. Did you hear what just was announced like two hours ago? What was that? They officially announced yeah, part two. Yep. But that's a, that's a shock. I know, right? Yeah. I told him to catch. He's like, what Marvel movie doesn't have a sequel? Yeah. And I was like, Ant-Man. uh, yeah. No, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's got like it. out. Yeah, it's in a month or so. Yeah. What? Like, um, like four months, but yeah, yeah. four months. But uh, yeah, it's a it, the billion dollar club. Uh, Black Panther crossed the one billion dollar mark at the global box office, becoming the thirty third film to join that club. They're all owned by Disney. The sixteenth Disney title to do so. Jesus, not adjusted for infla- inflation. The movie achieved it uh, on Saturday the twenty sixth. It is the seventh superhero film to bound past a billion dollars in worldwide ticket sales. The fifth title in the Marvel Cinematic Universe to do that. In North America, it's standing even more impressive. By the end of the weekend, Black Panther will rank as the number two superhero film of all time behind it's Wonder Woman? the Avengers. Oh, Avengers. Oh. Okay. So it goes the Avengers, Black Panther, Dark Knight. Oh, okay. The Black Panther. And nobody had to die <laughs> to die to get their ranking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Black Panther. <laughs> Blake, so, that's a store down in Sugar House. So that's, that's yeah. So and overseas, Black Panther jumped the five hundred million dollar mark over the weekend. It finally opened in China. So wait, that's just a billion in the United States. Yeah. No, no, worldwide. no it's, it's worldwide. 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 Okay. One billion worldwide. Um, so I was like, really? I was like, oh shit! It, it and it uh, it cost them two hundred million to make. Okay, so there's a profit so there. They get you know. I guess we'll make a sequel. They're going to see the money. You know, they'll, they'll see the money back. You want to make a roller coaster? They're sure. like, let's buy something else now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who's up for sale? <laughs> but it's just mind blowing. You know, I, I think let's buy the history of America. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, all the companies like Sony and everybody else hiding. Like, oh god, shit, they're coming for us. I got into a conversation with a, a friend of mine, and we were talking about how the hell has this guy not been in a Marvel movie? Vince Vaughn. I mean, there's n- <laughs> no, like, really? Because have well, you seen the because, latest movies he's made? Well, no, I get it, but it's just like, all yeah. right, because we, she was discussing how she didn't like Martin Freeman in Black Panther. Really? Yeah, and I was like, huh? Oh. Like, I, I was just like, because uh, he's he's kind of perfect for that role, right? I, mean, I, felt, I felt he did a good job. But yeah. she's like, I would, I imagine like a Vince Vaughn. Fast talking CIA guy doing it. Who imagines Vince Vaughn doing no- anything? But it's, <laughs> I like Vince Vaughn. I like I like Swingers Club Vince Vaughn or yeah, yeah. That, that, that was like that thirty movie. years ago. But with <laughs> I like that Vince Vaughn. But but lately, if you've seen him, I don't like that. He looks like Steve Bannon with a haircut lately. Well, he is a right winger. I understand. Yeah. 
So yeah. Oh well, never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, also, all your heroes are about what five nine, five ten. They're pretty small. And he's like yeah. what eight foot two. Yeah. So it'd be eight weird. foot two and doughy now. <laughs> he could. He could. <laughs> puffy. He could play a villain, I suppose. Stay puff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it would just be good. He could play the blob in X Men. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I, I would mind. We're saving on makeup. It's great. <laughs> I got to give a shout out to uh, Jessa Orm. We all, we all. Oh yeah, yeah we, we all love Jessa. We do. She, uh, she's the best. She did a fundraiser for like the refugee center. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, and they raised about forty five hundred dollars to take uh, some kids who have never even been to a movie theater. The fuck? And never even had popcorn to see Black Panther. They're it's cool. You wouldn't be spent like a bunch of really? kids at the Sev. Yeah. For, like, uh, I've never, never been to a movie, movie theater. Really? It's yeah. fucking insane. I, I remember one time we walked in. Uh, God, I can't remember what movie we were going to see. Took all the kids. And we walked Polar in. Express. No, it was a different. It was years ago. Oh. But we walked into the um, we walked into the lobby of the mm-hmm. movie theater. And they had like previews showing up on that on mm-hmm. a big TV. Yeah. And they thought that's what they it was. They thought that was the movie. And we're like, oh, no. We're going in here, and it blew their fucking mind. Wow, Isn't that crazy? crazy? That blows me away. Yeah. Man, all right. Uh, like I said, get out of Marvel's way because they announced that the Avengers: Infinity War is moving up a week. Another one? Well, no. Oh. This this is this is the fallout from that. It's like already out. <laughs> you know, it's April twenty seventh. They've decided to claim. And now all the other movies are like, okay, we got to make scatter. Get the scatter. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. It's like you know, Serpentine. Get out of the, the way. Serpentine. Uh, so they moved Rampage. They moved the release date of uh, that, and there were a couple of other I movies. I still can't believe that's a fucking movie. I saw the toys. It's yeah. t- it's testing well, is the thing. Well, that's what's weird. Well, it's Dwayne, man. It's Dwayne. Yeah, you can make. You can I make. I think him. that's oh, it. Oh, that Escape to Witch Mountain. I yeah. love that. Did he do that? Yeah, I fuck great. I liked it. I, I love those movies so like much. A, when I was it a kid. was a cute kid movie. Yeah, it was, it was like this was this All was right. this was. But yeah, everybody get out of Marvel's way. Uh, well, I wonder see. why they moved it up though. Like just, I mean, they're they're not really officially saying why. It's just speculation. The the speculation is right now that it's that was the European release date, mm. and they decided that they didn't want to wait a week. It would just be all one big whoosh, and there yeah. it is, you know, worldwide because that's how we do things now. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, speaking of uh, the Rock, uh, if you haven't seen the the video that he did about accepting his Razzie Award for for Baywatch. Check it out. It just makes you love him that did much he more. Accept? Oh, yeah. well, he did he accept? Oh, he wasn't oh. there, but he like he goes, I totally, you know, you know, shit happened sometimes. It didn't turn out the way we wanted it to, but that's life. He goes, but uh, give me my award. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then Kat was, Kat was like, I kind of want to watch Baywatch. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't. And she totally watched it. She's like, yeah, I can see where it's coming from. Yeah, you don't. You don't want to do that. Uh, let's see. Then other news that we got this week, uh, they announced the uh, uh, executive producer. And, uh, and also is going to write the live-action Star Wars TV series. Oh, yeah. Uh, John Favreau. Woohoo! Vince Vaughn! Cool. Vince they Vaughn. can blink back up! There maybe, you go. maybe Vince could be an alien. I'm wondering he if... He could play uh, a young Jabba. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if they're going to continue uh, Rebels, if you haven't seen the end of it. Uh, they are not. It's done. Well, I know, but there, there's a story still to be told. God damn, that was a good right? yeah. series finale. Uh, yeah. Not to give anything away... But regarding that, it's being looked into. Ooh. I can tell you that. Ah, yeah. All right. Uh, but anyway, uh, John Favreau is going to uh, take over, and that's uh, that's kind of cool. He's very excited about it. He said, if you had told me at 11 years old that I'd be getting to tell Star Wars stories, I wouldn't have believed you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, so he's he's taking that mantle up, 
The internet is mad about it too. The, the internet just, is mad about it. Yeah. About, I'm, about and the even series, I, about John Favreau, about John Favreau. Yeah, and even I was like, hmm. why? Because he has a dick. I'm just yeah. gonna say it. And he's white yeah. and has a dick. Yeah. And okay. I and I'm like, but at the same time, I'm like John Favreau's good. He he does good work. He's good at it. That's yeah. why I was like. You can't be mad at that shit. Exactly. And that's not the only project that's going to happen. So, yeah. you know. I mean, there are other projects. You can hire other writers and actors. Yeah. You can I mean, do well, all th- that. Think about what he's made. I mean, everything from Iron Man to he just made the Jungle Book that just fucking was broke huge. box office. Yeah, I mean, it was huge. Was just like, he's going to get a job. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I was just like, why? Is- I think you can be disappointed that Disney didn't put uh, a woman or, or a person of color in there. You can be disappointed. But at the same time, you can say, but yeah, he's good at yeah, this. Like, yeah, no, he's I, good. He, he's he's good got a fucking track record. Yeah. yeah. Is this he, is his wheelhouse, and he loves Star Wars. Yeah, he. I mean, goddamn, he made Zathura, and yeah, you know, I. I just had the Jungle Book. I, I mean, think you right. need yeah. huge. Exactly. You need a you need a qualified person in there to to handle this all the shit that yeah. you know your your plate spinning. Yeah, and it's it's not easy. And, and so, and if you're at adding us right now, like, yes, I'm a person of color. When I read that high, that headline, I was like. Okay, John Favreau. Great. Fuck yeah. yeah. Like I get I get why people are upset, but goddamn, the man's track record's fucking dope. I'm gonna say but have you not been I don't. What? I don't get it. You don't <laughs> get it? I'm fucking saying it. I don't fucking get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that the, I'm it's just like, like fuck. It's like me talking about the goddamn movie posters. The yeah, yeah. Ready, steady. That was me. Teddy, yeah. Did you, ready, 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 steady one? Ready, steady ready, one. Ready, steady go. I'm ready. just like fuck. Just posters just to make me smile and laugh. Fucking real problems. Uh, no, but I mean, God pe- damn it. people act like this is like the last project. I mean, yeah. like it's yeah. Star Wars, man. There's gonna There's be like thirty more coming. One million projects. Yeah. And apparently, anybody that walks into the fucking Disney office goes, "Hey, I got an idea for a trilogy." They're like, "Boom, got it." <laughs> They're turning to Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Are they? No. I mean, no. fuck. Seems like the green lighting everything. Green lighting everything. Uh, so there's that. Uh, <laughs> We do have some good DC news. Oh, oh, oh I'm nervous. For a change. Uh, well, sure, I'll see. We'll see how you handle this, Shannon. Okay. First of all, we have directors in place for Flashpoint. Oh, for a second. No, the, these guys are... No, they're good. They're there. It's the guys from Vacation. It is. Uh, John Francis Daly and Jonathan <laughs> Goldstein. And uh, Game hey. Night. And they also uh, co-wrote... In a month. They co-wrote Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Yep. That's good. So it's like, you'll believe it when they... <laughs> When they actually sit but this down, this like the ninth fucking director. It's, it's, it's third or fourth, yeah. yeah. It's but so they're in play. Actually, look, well, <gasps> what, <laughs> if you actually listen to the interview that I had with them, because I said, you know, what's harder doing a, something that's original like Game Night or jumping onto a franchise? Because I said, like Vacation or Flashpoint. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still on that one? <laughs> and then we got uh, this confirmation of the weird news that I told you last week, which is that yeah. Kristen Wiig yeah. is, che- I saw. <laughs> is Cheetah. We talked about it on the news. In Wonder yeah. Woman 2. I'm like happy as shit about this. Why? I'm I'm happy, but at the same time, I'm like, really? Yeah, yeah no, that's me. The anchors were even like, what? Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean. I love her. I love her. Yeah, she's too. incredibly talented. I think she's sexy as hell, too. Take but, a step outside the box. I'm yeah. all for it. Yeah. yeah. Show yeah, me what you got. Maybe this is where she does it. You know what I mean? Show me what you got. Did you see that, that meme I put up, though, that... <laughs> showed the test footage of her. No, and it was her character from the from the singing group of oh the little, with the, oh with the teeny tiny hands, with just like <laughs> that they'd like Photoshop them. Cheetah's face over. Cheetah, cheetah oh makeup God. on her. That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, well, let's see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I know she can do dramatic work. She's done a lot of the that, skeleton twins, yeah, you know, Sundance uh, stuff. She does. So well, we'll see. Yeah. All right. And then there's this. I know the, the DC. Comics 
mm-hmm. you know, they they're getting Bendis, so I'm right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of jealous of that, you know, that you guys have him and that we don't anymore. Now remember, I'm by. That's right. Okay, but now they've announced this, and this sounds very cool. It's uh, DC's All Star Black Label imprint, yeah. the title, and what it is is it's the stories that that I like. They're not canon. They're yeah, just it's like Dark Knight style. Like Dark Knight style. They're just one shots, and it's like, here, take this character and do something with it. Do oh. whatever you want with yeah. it. And that's where like Frank Miller came with the Dark Knight Returns and did that. So they've got a whole bunch of stuff that they've announced with this yeah, line. I, re- I read all this. It sounds pretty cool. So you got you got Superman Year One from Frank Miller. Although I'm not too excited about that. Well, and and JRJ is uh, John Romita Jr. doing the uh, the artwork. I, and so there's <laughs> I that. hope he's doing most of the artwork. Yeah. Oh, poor Frank. <laughs> uh, Batman. Jay's good friend, Frank. Jay's good friend, Frank. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. No, um, please don't say it. So it's a, this, this is a, it's a retake on his, on his origin, and, and I'll read anything that, that Frank writes. Uh, really? Because I haven't liked anything he's done in a while. <laughs> I got to admit that, that uh, last uh, Dark Knight thing that he was doing. I mean, I could see what he was trying to do. Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't. Uh, Then there's uh, (laughs) Batman Last Knight on Earth from Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. Yeah, it's like he's in the future and he wakes up with a... It's the a, Joker's head in a jar, but it's still alive. Yeah, so God. Batman wakes up in a desert. He doesn't know what year it is or how the Joker's head is alive in a jar beside him. But it's the beginning of a quest unlike anything that he's ever done. So there's that. There's Batman Damned from uh, Brian Azzarello. And it's him and Constantine. Yeah, him and Constantine teaming up. So that's interesting. Hmm. Wonder Woman Historia, the Amazon from Kelly Sue DeConnick, who's you know writing Bitch Planet right now and doing a great job with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Homeric. See, when I first read that sentence, I thought it was homoerotic. But it's, <laughs> it's, Homeric. it's the Homeric epic of the lost history of the Amazons. Uh, it's mostly so, fo- focuses on her mom. Mm-hmm. Like and then there's uh, Wonder Woman, Diana's daughter from Greg Grucka. He's uh, a great writer. He's a very good writer and writes some funny stuff. And then the other history of the DC universe from John. This Ridley. sounds really cool. A compelling literary series analyzing iconic DC moments and charting socio-political gains through the perspective of DC superheroes who come from traditionally disenfranchised groups, including John Stewart, Extrano, Extrano. I don't know. know. Uh, Vixen, Supergirl, Katana, Renee Montoya. At its core, the story focuses on the lives of those behind the costumes and their endeavors to overcome the real world world issues. So it's going to be some interesting reading. Just for you. Oh, I'll pick up some of those. Yeah. I'm excited for you, Shannon. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Then uh, John Williams says he's tired. So tired. (laughs) He's like, if I see one more fucking lightsaber. <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm, he's, I'm 86, man. You know, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Okay, I'll do this last one, and that's plenty. And then leave me the fuck alone. Leave me alone. Take the rest of the stuff and just. I'm going to go redo the Hot Pocket jingle. I'm just, yes. <laughs> it'll be like ba- Battle of the Fates, is what it'll be. Hot, hot Pocket. pocket. <laughs> go, 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 go. Hot pockets, yeah. Uh, Then we got some trailers uh, this week. We got a new Lost in Space trailer for the Netflix thing. Yes. And uh, that was pretty cool. 
I think it looks badass. And then we got a 30-second kind of a teaser for Luke Cage. Yeah. Which, I, <laughs> just yelling at everybody. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> motherfucking Luke Cage. <laughs> you can't burn me. You can't kill me. You want some? Step up. Yeah. That I, shit sounded like a 90s rap. Yeah. Like, I was like, what the? I was, I was, I like, was what excited. Are you, you trying to audition for Onyx? Yeah. <laughs> I was sitting next to a cat and I go I, I caught that by too <laughs> I was sitting next to a cat and I go I think he's talking to you Stop <laughs> up Yo So there was you all know, that You know what I'm loving on Netflix? I am so glad to have Joe McHale back Yes, yes. yes. God damn it's nice to have the suit so, back as yeah, it's well. Basically it's basically a suit. Yeah. Because then I can... You can just say fuck on it. Because on, for my job on the radio, I'm supposed to be aware of pop culture. And yeah. the soup helped me do that without actually watching those fucking shows. Right. Yeah. And when the soup went away, I was not aware of shit. Yeah. And now that it's back, I was, you know... <laughs> I was watching that... Uh, well, I was watching it before I came over with, with Janet. What she, she was, and it was like The Bachelor, and her and her daughter watched that shit. Yeah, and I'm just like, every time I see, it, I'm just like, ah, oh, damn, this is gross. What the fuck is? Ugh. I don't understand why people watch The Bachelor, or The Bachelorette, either of those shows. I just don't yeah, get it. Trust me. The, uh, was it Eric Bana was on this one? <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. And the guy, yeah. I think the guy who plays Will on Will and Grace, but he was there too. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, Greg yeah. McCormick. Yeah. Oh, he's funny. Shows like, and also, I don't care if you guys are watching. NBC is just killing it with comedy. What yeah. are they doing? Fucking uh, AP Will- Bio. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. Me. That's pretty good. Um, and that new show. What is it? The Good Girls. Oh, I haven't had a chance to I've see it. Yeah, it is so my my darling movie. Christina Hendricks. Yeah, is it's in that. really funny. And it, uh, but it's also like got like a lot of drama in it. Oh, okay. okay. It's. Uh, it's, if you like that kind of shit, it's good. Okay. Okay. I'll give it a look. It's got what's her face from uh, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Oh, uh, Retta. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, yeah. and Hit Girl. And Hit Girl. Chloe. Chloe Grace Moretz. No, that's not her. her. No, that's not her. No. No, it's a girl that from a movie called The Duff. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah, I can't think of her name. Yeah. Are you sure? Hillary yeah. Duff. No, not Hillary no. Duff. Yeah. No. Hillary Duff made a movie called The Duff. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, it's called My Duff. Sometimes it happens. <laughs> My Duff. My Duff. Oh, no. I, right. I love that movie, The Fastbender. That was a good one, too. <laughs> <laughs> that was, no, that's The Last Airbender. Oh, it's not The Last Fastbender? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd go see that. It's got a huge dong in it. It's just like he's just <laughs> swinging his big old dick around. Yeah. <laughs> they, he uses it to fly like a helicopter. How, so I got to ask, how, how big is Alicia Vikander? How big is she? She's just a little thing, right? She, I mean, she was sitting in her chair the entire time, but yeah. I mean, but I'll tell you from the movie, she mm-hmm. got fucking jacked. Really? Uh, apparently, uh, Walton Goggins was on, uh, I want to say Conan, and said that she gained 12 pounds in pure muscle. And, wow. And he goes, uh, oh yeah, he said, uh, he goes, I was walking behind her when she was wearing her tank top and realized how many muscles she had in her back. And, he goes, and Conan was like, there's muscles in your back? <laughs> <laughs> I love Conan. You know, the thing is, Conan's not bad. He's not in bad shape. No. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, there's nothing back here. <laughs> it's funny. So, so let's try to do this spoiler free as possible because I know Shannon's only how many two. episodes? Two episodes. Uh, I'd say uh, one of them was super blurry though, so I'll have to watch it again. Oh, okay, uh, Jessica Jones season oh, two. Yeah, I, yeah. I finished it yesterday, and I have yet to finish it because uh, my my watching partner has not seen the shit, and I got to backtrack, and I was like, oh shit. Oh, she hasn't seen the first yeah, season? Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, oh, oh, that's so good though. Yeah. No. Well, no, she's seen the first part, but, oh, okay. but she hadn't seen like. 
other shit that that's around it. You know, oh, like, like the defenders, defenders and Luke Cage. Uh, I'm like, which yeah. I mean, you don't need the Luke Cage in there. No, you don't even really need the defenders in there. I okay. think just season, yeah. season one. Yeah, season one yeah. Okay. is about you all you need. You probably just watch a recap. And okay. probably be all right. Well, there, right, there right. is a recap at the beginning yeah. of season two. All right, cool. a recap. She'll be all fine. Right. But, all right, never mind. But I would tell her, yeah, season one. But I mean, season yeah, one's sure. great. So. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So good with season one. So, but season and it's two. And so, it's so hard to follow that is oh. the thing because season one was so goddamn perfect. Well, we've always yeah. said that Kilgrave was one of the greatest villains, not I, just on the Netflix, but no. like on the entire yeah. MCU. MCU. Oh, for sure. Marvel villains, he's up there, man. He's top three. Yeah. So you finished. Top five. Imagine if Kilgrave, Thanos, and Killmonger got together, man. That should be crazy. That would be. Don't forget Yellow Jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Yellow Jacket. You stop it. And it's sad because I like that actor. Anyway. Right. Uh, but, but you finished it. But I finished it. Yeah, so did I. And, and uh, it's, it, I mean, it's, I, it's hard to follow yeah. that first season because it was so good. Uh I mean, I don't what we really want to, you know, I, say, I know people are still going. Spoil, you know, keep it spoiler free. I've got issues with I got big issues with it. And, uh, you didn't care for it. I liked it. I fine. didn't care for it. I liked it, but yeah. there's there's it's things still, in there. It's still that better I'm like, than it's still better than Iron Fist. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Shit, yeah, a lot of things. Are. <laughs> it's, it's better than that turn in the punch shit. bowl over there. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, it's better than Inhumans. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I'll give you that too. Um, I still can't get through with that Inhuman shit. Don't. Don't. I just. I, I tried. Don't. Don't. Don't even try. It's it's one of those things where like yeah I, I won't say where. But like when we say Luke Cage, we're like it's really good, and then like episode six hits, and then it kind of yeah. There's an yeah. episode in Jessica Jones where it does that for oh. me. You know, for I read you. this yeah. interesting article about something they're calling Netflix bloat. Right. <laughs> so color me intrigued. Yeah. Um, the the article is just saying why do they feel the need to stick to that. 13. Yeah. 13 episode. Because yeah. I'm telling you right now. This one didn't need that. I'm yeah. telling you right now, they could have done this in 10. Right. And I it, think they need to it start would been, looking well, at that. It would have been rock solid. Same thing with Altered Carbon, If because it, it was 13 mm-hmm. as well. If yeah. it was 10 episodes, it would be rock solid. Right. Yeah. So, and there's my example I was thinking about was like, look at The Good Place. They do, what, seven episodes. Seven or eight. Yeah. yeah. Tight. Fucking wonderful episodes, and no filler. They pop, and they're yeah. Same and it's thing like, with, with like Rick and Morty and stuff. I mean, anything. Yeah. If you keep it tight, like you, you, you trim the fat. Yeah. And it's so like it's like, and especially because they're just releasing it all at once. Yeah. There's no advertisers. No. Yeah. Why are they stuck to that old school model? Mm. I wonder if they're. I think thinking they're trying about, to get more bang for their buck, or anything. or they're trying to maybe down the roads. So now they wouldn't be selling downloads, would they? No. Well, they no. Can, well, I mean, Blu-ray. They do put them on because I've got uh, a few of. Oh, actually, I've got all of them. Uh, uh, I've got like Daredevil season one and two. I've got uh, Jessica Jones one. And I think Luke Cage one on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. But they sell them. Uh, they sell them across the pond. And the only reason I do that, and mm-hmm. I, it is, it's an argument that Lee had. The only reason I do it is because Lee's like, yeah, streaming is great. The second some executive says take it off. It's gone, yeah, and you have no access to it. Yeah. So I, I'll buy it just so it's like it's in my possession. You that's know, that's what I like about it too. So that's what I do. So they could be doing it for that reason, but still, I'd be happy to buy a season with ten episodes. <laughs> it's definitely ten <laughs> one-hour episodes. That's ten, ten hours. Ten really of, good ones. Yeah, I, I just like the fact that you. Well, one, I, I genuinely appreciate that you get that you buy the film, you know, mm-hmm. because, but it's just like 
I the way that you said that it just reminded me of those Second Amendment guys who are like they're gonna take our guns away, no. but like but they'll take our streams away. <laughs> That's true. I mean, like I know, you know and, and it, we're, we're, it's about content, and yeah. like you know, you gotta all, have all, something to watch in the apocalypse. True, exactly. I mean, but all all it takes is one asshole to just be like, take it off, yeah. and you know, whether it gets into a dispute with Marvel or something like that, and it's fucking it could be gone. it could be and as the, simple as a music rights thing. Well, I'll tell you right now, well, it might be available now. I think on Netflix, but at the time when I bought it, you could not find Agent Carter anywhere. Yeah, and so and I was like, "Fuck, I'm buying it because that's a great show." It could be, and, and again, it could be as simple as a music rights thing. There are a lot of shows sure. that are not mm. available because you know Creedence Clearwater wants their cut. Sure, sure. And so you you know you can't see that. It, yeah. Always give CCR their cut. I know, right? <laughs> you do it. <laughs> no, I, I get it. I but like some of their other original shows. Um, that Everything Sucks show. Yeah, yeah. It was short. No. And it was fucking well, good. Did it you watch tight, it finally? Yeah, it was tight. Well, even, even who with, was that kid? It's my yeah. son. <laughs> but even the lead, with, the, I, that everything sucks show. The yeah. lead character is his son in high school. <laughs> it's it's no shit. I was like, <laughs> like I'm just watching it. Like, even uh, kind of looks like. Mm-hmm. I'm just but, like. Uh, but, but I mean, yeah. even even with Stranger Things, they went to one more episode yeah. this, this past season, which I still haven't seen season two. Yeah. But then they said in season three, it's just going to be eight. Yeah. Good. Tight eight. You know, yeah. which is great, they and I think that's that what model. they should do. That with, they, because that is the problem with this uh, Jessica Jones season two is that it's got that bloat. Yeah, yeah. Just like figure out your story. Because how I, many episodes do we need yeah. to tell it? Boom, do it. Yeah, because you like know what I mean? your max is thirteen. But yeah. if you got to shave it, shave it. Yeah. But like Punisher was only like ten, right? No, it was, no, it was, you know what? Thirteen. I did never watch Punisher, but it, it was good. But it didn't feel like thirteen. It didn't feel like thirteen. It didn't feel like thirteen because I was like, oh shit! Like I, I remember I got to like the tenth because. I remember this because I um, I watched Stranger Things, mm-hmm. um, which was a couple episodes. Season two was a couple episodes too long, in my personal opinion. Then I watched Defenders, which was eight, or was it six? Uh-huh. It was six. It should have been like three. It, <laughs> it should have been, been a movie. Yeah. It should have been four I mean, or five. I'll, yeah. I'll say this. In the first like good chunk of Jessica Jones, like, you know, Kat and I watched it uh, together. And anytime, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to go grab some food upstairs or grab, grab a drink or something like that, you know, I'll be like, oh, just pause it for a second at that. By the time we got to about episode like nine, 10, 11, I was like, I'm going to go grab a drink. Wait, pause it. No, no I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's happening today. <laughs> kind of. I mean, yeah. no shit. There was a few episodes where I was just like, eh, nothing's happening. Yeah. No. So, uh, I mean, it's. It's doing a good job of exploring her mm-hmm. um, issues with being in that Kilgrave situation yeah. and being, you know, I, I don't want to say PTSD because that's not what I'm I'm after, but after being in a traumatic situation like that, mm-hmm. uh, it's exploring that side of her great, which sure. is terrific, um, but... <sighs> That's not enough. There, well, there's that, no. but I'll say this, and I'm not going to say which which ones. Like, there's probably a good solid three or four characters that can just fuck right off, like that I want nothing to do with anymore. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm, already, I'm done. I I watched a little bit of the first episode, and I already got at least two in mind. <laughs> like, ser- no, and that, and that, and that. I mean, but it's dope. The fact that, like, the timing of the show for it to come out was like Marvel's really good at timing. You know, you mm-hmm. release Black Panther during Black History Month. You release. Jessica Jones on International Women's Day during Women's History Month. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, cool. I'll I get say, to season two, though, uh, I've never been a huge fan of Kristen Ritter. Never been a huge one. But mm-hmm. she actually was pretty damn no, good this season. She, she pulls she, out her acting chops her... again. Yeah. yeah. You don't crack right. me up. What? Did they, did they put the wizard in there? Yeah. That's funny, isn't it? Yeah. Because <laughs> cause when he showed up, I'm like, really? Yeah. They're going to. It's the wizard. 
The Wizard was a 1940s comic book era. Back when they were timely, I think. Timely comics. Yeah. Uh, the Wizard was their speedster. Yeah. He's but got he's, his yellow hoodie on. And I just love that they brought him out just for that bit. So I know, fucking like, funny. That was hilarious. Yeah. I imagine it's really annoying to watch one of those shows with people like us. I keep apologizing. I'm like, oh, Jesus, the wizard. Oh, my God. Let me tell you a story. Okay, I'll pause it again. Anyway, Who um, the fuck is that? Uh, do you uh, want to review uh, A Wrinkle in Time? Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm really curious to see what yeah. you All right, go ahead. Okay, so uh, based on a book that apparently a lot of people read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was my mom read it when she was a kid. I never read it. Oh, yeah. It's a classic. But, uh, some people said that it was a part of their curriculum yeah. in mm-hmm. school. So mm-hmm. it wasn't in mine, so I, I've never read it, walked in blank. you know. And I even got to the point where like, I'm still trying to do it where I don't see trailers. Like When it gets about a month to a month and a half out, I'm like, I don't want to see any more. Like, I don't want to know any plots. I know her dad disappeared, and that was it. Yeah. So the story is, is that a little girl named Meg... Uh, and her name is Storm Reed, which is like one of the greatest uh, actresses' names ever. She sounds oh, like yeah. a damn superhero. And so I uh, hear she's great. She's pretty good. Yeah, she's pretty good. Uh, and so she, her dad is played by Chris Pine. He's one of the world-renowned scientists. Believes he can figure out how to travel through space and time with basically just finding the right frequency and using your mind. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just say he did it. So <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> good or, drugs. You know, good we're drugs. just hanging out the entire movie, and it's just you know. Uh, so he disappears. Four years later, four years go by. Everybody thinks he just dissed out on his family. You know whatnot. Uh, Meg's not happy about it. Uh, she's got a little brother named George Wallace. You'll know that because they say his name fucking seventy five thousand times in the movie. Uh, it's a drinking game. It's pretty fun. Uh, and so they uh, out of nowhere, I call them witches, but whatever. It's it's Mindy Kaling, Reese Witherspoon, and Oprah. <laughs> so uh, they show up as uh, Mrs. as a who, what's it, and uh, witch. Mm-hmm. Witch, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Miss Witch. Miss Witch, what's in you know, who? And so uh, so they show up and they say, we've got a signal. You know, Someone's calling from across the galaxy, basically. It's your dad, so let's go get him. And you turn into a you know adventure of, you know, I want to say like Wizard of Oz style, kind of that kind of thing, even though this is not Wizard of Oz. And so uh, with that said, who joins along for the ride is a kid named Calvin. And uh, I'm going to give credit to Counts first because he's the one who addressed it. And right when I thought about it, I was like, holy shit, he's right. He goes, what the fuck did Calvin do in that movie? I go, well, he, no. Well, he was it. No. no. <laughs> he was along for the he, ride. He helped for the, no. <laughs> <laughs> Calvin didn't do a goddamn thing in this movie. Like that, He seriously sits there like a fucking idiot the entire day or just gets in trouble. Like that is like, so I was like, what are you doing here? And I will say, Kat goes, well, he's there for emotional support. It makes Meg feel better about herself. I go, and so I just pulled out the car. I go, so she needs a man to tell her how to feel. <laughs> so. So with that said, I mean, uh, it's it's beautiful to look at. I will say, like the 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 CGI and whatnot, and the computer effects, and like that's great. The the cinematography is some of the most pretentious shit I have ever seen in my entire life. It looks like a fucking pretentious Hallmark commercial. Wow, yeah. everything's super close up, super sharp, with out of focus behind you, with like almost like how people made fun of J.J. Abrams for the, like the lens flares. Okay, it just becomes apparent, and you're like, this is just stupid. Now, what could have just been a simple conversation with two people talking has become like a rotating fucking camera, and like you're like, oh whoa, I could do this shot, and you're like, <laughs> seriously. And this comes from the same director. Uh, she did a Selma. Mm-hmm. Which is a very grounded movie that's great. Yeah. And I was like, why are you getting so crazy with this? You know, she was given the toys to play with. I guess so. Um, my uh, back to the to the three, uh, you know, witches, whatever. Reese Witherspoon's kind of cute in it. They give her something to do. Minnie Kaling just gets to sit there and smile the entire time, and Oprah acts like an asshole. It's like she is <laughs> terrible in this. 
She is so bad, and I know it's in her contract because she comes out. So they all come out out of like this like force field or whatever. Then Ober comes out four times bigger than everybody else, and they actually say, "Why are you so big?" She's like, "Is any size wrong?" I'm like, "Yeah, Oprah, that size. You look <laughs> weird, okay?" And I know it was in her contract that she had to be bigger than everybody be else. A little pretentious there, I think. So yeah. there's that. Calvin doesn't do anything. Meg's pretty good. There's a great scene, you know, uh, not to spoil too much because I think they show it in the trailer, but you know, she she finds her dad, and that's not the end of the movie. And it's a, it's a beautiful scene. Like Cat was sitting there, like sobbing, and it's great. With that all said, one and a half stars. Oh. Do not see this movie. It is so boring and pretentious, and just wow, nothing. I, I was so just disappointed with this thing. So this is. So. I've noticed this is one of those love it or hate it movies. Yeah, I, I was, and that's. I've, I've, and it's an odd book, right? It is. It's odd I, as fuck. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> it's a, it, I've read the book. Like, yeah, yeah, part of my curriculum as a kid, and I, I have yet to see the movie. All I've heard is reactions, and I've heard a lot of people. There's a lot of mixed emotions about it. I've heard that it's not great, <laughs> but I've heard what makes me want to see it is just how they play. There's a lot of undertones with. Uh, just race and like from the fact that you see a, a white boy hitting on a black girl in a in a positive way and then they cross the bridge it, it's a movie that was made for biracial families like a friend of mine has a biracial daughter she lit up like a Christmas tree watching this movie mm-hmm. because she gets to see that yeah, and kids so, may like it because it's pretty to look right. at I'll give you that it's yeah. pretty to look at but that's what counseling else that we both agreed on was like this is more like it, it lacks story mm-hmm. but it's but it's you know it's imagery, and if anything, it feels like a Disney ride rather than a movie. So like yeah. you know, you kind of see it like oh that was you know yeah. So but when you really dig deep, yeah, fuck Calvin. Wow, jeez, <laughs> you got it in for Calvin. Calvin sucks. So in this review, he bagged on a little kid he called Oprah Winfrey an asshole. It's too big. It's too big. Pretty much. I still, I'm still gonna see it. I'm still gonna see it because I just. Right. I got, well, I got well let us see. know. Let us know when you. Oprah you Winfrey, when you, see you it. fucking asshole. <laughs> no size is too big. Yeah, yeah, that's too big, Oprah. That's too big. Uh, anything else before we uh, get back to the episode, uh, which is um, Burnout Paradise? Burnout Paradise, oh man. It's coming up. Hey, real quick. It's coming up. I got to plug some shows. Shoot. All right. Because um, I wasn't on the last couple of episodes. Yes, please do. But yeah, um, yeah um, this is my recommend, and a.k.a. a shameless plug. But March 29th, I'll do, be doing the Green Pig Give show. Uh, we're raising money for the Humane Society. We got a good uh, newcomer. Uh, very funny guy, Brian McDonald. Abby Harrison's going to be on the show. Guy mm-hmm. Seidel's going to be on the show. So it's going to be a solid show. Guy? Mm-hmm. Grumpy Guy Seidel? Yeah, he's yeah. going to be doing the show at the Green Pig, and we're going to be ra- we're going to have dogs there. It's going to be a dope show. And so dogs? Yeah, we're going we're going we're going to have doggos. It's money for the Humane Society. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, we're raising money for the Humane Society. And then um, April 6th and 7th, I'll be headlining the Wise Guys in Jordan Land, and they asked me to come back. I really appreciate everybody that came out to my Ogden show. That shit was live. And so um, I got... A bunch of new stuff, and then May seventeenth and eighteenth, I'll be at the Carson Nugget Casino, <laughs> Carson City Nugget Casino. Hey, where I'm, is I'm, Carson City? I'm shit, man, Nevada. It's, it's the, the capital. I know that, but where is it's it? It's the goddamn capital. It's like on the border. It, yeah. Is it just past Reno. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Okay. But it's like it's like thirty minutes south of thirty miles south of. Uh, look, I'm traveling now. I'm, I'm starting a tour. By the way, if you listen to this podcast and you're out of state, out of the state of Utah, and you want me to come through, let me know. Seriously, I'm I got I got some I got some work now, so cool. Appreciate y'all. All right, you flying to Carson City? 
I'm actually thinking about it. <laughs> like I still, I, I, I'm like I was actually thinking about that this morning. I'm like, I don't want to do because I, I clocked the drive. That's a drive. I it is. Reno's definitely a drive. Yeah, yeah you don't want to do that. Yeah. And so I'm just like, uh, I'm thinking about just flying to Reno and then just, especially if a storm hits, then you're fucked. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, May though. My, uh, you know, with uh, the weather the way it is. I never been to Reno. <laughs> You know, no, no, no you're not missing anything. It's the biggest little city in the world. That's biggest right. little shithole on planet. That's right. <laughs> it ain't great. It's uh, not terrible. Carrot Top likes it because it's got the bunny ranch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh. <laughs> I know what that is. <laughs> he, he likes bunnies. Uh, they're delicious. Anyway, uh, let's, well, all right then. If that's it, stay till the end. You got Alicia Vikander, Walton Goggins. And the director. And the director. Well, I don't Whatever. know not Tomb, how to pronounce his name. Tomb Raider uh, coming up. Uh, but uh, stay with the, the rest of the episode. This is Burnout Paradise. Please to enjoy. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's happening in the month of March 2018 at Dr. Volt's. On Saturday, March 31st, all back issues and graphic novels will be 20 to 50% off. That's a great chance for you to save some money at Dr. Volt's that day. Also look for Immortal Men. There is a secret history to the DC universe of heroes who have protected humanity from the shadows since the dawn of time and who can live forever. Enter the Immortal Men. Superstar writer Jim Lee headlines on this next chapter of the new wave of DC heroes. Look for Oblivion Song by Robert Kirkman, creator of The Walking Dead. Image presents Oblivion Song. A decade ago, 300,000 citizens of Philadelphia were suddenly lost in oblivion. The government made every attempt to recover them, but after many years, they gave up. Nathan Cole won't. He makes daily trips, risking his life to try and rescue those still living in the apocalyptic hellscape of oblivion. But maybe Nathan is looking for something else. Why can't he resist the siren call of oblivion song? Also, Dr. Bolts wants you to be aware of Edison Bell, the original maker. Velody Studios' latest Kickstarter project is Edison Bell, the original maker. Edison Bell reprints over 500 pages of stories and do-it-yourself projects from the golden age of comics. Read along as Edison Bell foils kidnappings and saboteurs with homemade inventions and then instructs you on how you can build them at home. Back to Kickstarter today. Open seven days a week. The hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount of purchases over $20 or more. And the previous catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Talking about sex can be uncomfortable. And you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah. Very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience. You're free to shop anonymously or engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Black Velvet Boutique, is, it's not a porn store or a novelty store. It's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. 
Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my work Workout Buddy SLC or email me my workout buddy SLC at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says hey, you'll get half off of your first session, my workout buddy SLC. Rico or Kyocera. That should mean something to you especially if you're looking for a copier or printer, because they're considered the highest quality printers and copiers. And Valley Office Systems can put Rico or Kyocera in your office for a lot less than you probably thought. Plus, the service to back them up. Set up your free consultation at valleyofficesystems.com and find out what it's like to have the best. And we're back. Woo! Where'd we go? Uh, We went away for broken news. I don't want to. I missed it. Into the void. All right. This is... uh, I'm not sure... Well, I I know how Shannon's going to react to this. Oh, you don't know him. I'm unpredictable. (laughs) He is a wild card. He is the wild card. (laughs) Self-appointed. So... It's <laughs> uh, giving him the dagger eyes. I was going to say, if we were going to have a random off, who's going to end up being the wild card in that scenario? In a random off? Oh, just man. in an unpredictability, which therefore should be the definition no. of a random wild off. Card. Is like two I realize steps. I'm more jolting. You are. You're a little you're, jarring. Yeah, you just like cause concern and confusion. <laughs> <laughs> I. My mother, <laughs> my mother said the technical term was sewing discord. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god, sewing <laughs> discord. We got a uh, title right there. Maybe. It's, Maybe. I got, I, got, I got one of many here. I want to between, win between Commodore KS <laughs> and uh, side effects may include and sewing discord. We need to forget about kitten ships. Now we're just happy again. <laughs> Well, this this will take you out of that. No, nothing makes oh, me happier oh. than kitten shit. So Warner Brothers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they own the DC characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I already bummed me out. And on. they're trying to figure out what to do with Lobo. Well, it's easy. It's an oh, R-rated I movie written fuck. in the vein of Deadpool. Oh, yeah, but, that's oh, no, easy. Uh, somebody wants to make it. Yeah, I know what you're saying. So yeah, like, fuck you. I am man now. Uh, for, the, for, <laughs> for those for those who don't know, Lobo is. Uh, uh, muscle-bound, cigar-smoking, alien bounty hunter. The main man. He's he was the main man. He was Deadpool before there was a Deadpool. Yeah, he, yeah. he really was. Uh, the first time I was introduced to him was, I, I think Jeff handed me 
was the one where he was contracted by the Easter Bunny to go kill Santa. It was Claus. called Lobo's Paramilitary Christmas yes. Special. <laughs> my, my introduction to uh, Deadpool was I had just gotten fired from my shitty job at the hospital and I was depressed. I mean Lobo. Lobo. Yeah. And uh, Shannon handed me a whole stack of Justice League comics where Lobo showed up to kick Superman's ass, but instead just beat the fuck out of Guy Gardner. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's similar. Mine was the Superman animated series. Yeah. And he just shows up voiced by... Uh, Probably Clancy Brown. No, 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 no. Uh, the big big brother from uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, Brad Harmon. Brad, yeah. yeah. Uh, he just shows up and... and He's riding a motorcycle out of space yeah. onto Earth yep. and just starts fighting Superman. He's got a big skull Superman. on the front. Yeah, and I'm like, who is, is this guy? Um, he, he flies around space and he has a bunch of pet space dolphins, which is That weird. came later, though. Yeah. Well, now, and, but yeah. And his other part of his origin is that he is the last of his race because he killed all, all of them. them. So that he would be unique. The Zarnians. Yeah. Zarnians. But it turned out he wasn't because he knocked up so many people in his exploits <laughs> that there's actually like a million bastard mm-hmm. children of Lobo. People uh, see the character you know an artwork and they go what which member of kiss is that yeah Um, but uh, that's kind of what he looks like but anyway so they're trying to figure out what to do with him and i think we just had the answer you just do the character Mm -hmm. you don't try to make it fit into this or fit into that you just do it like deadpool you just do it what was the guy from the metal band that was writing deadpool for a while yeah who who was that uh it was oh it was the comedian um I would say Henry Rollins. Uh, uh, creepy looking guy. Uh, Brian. No, Posehn wrote Deadpool. Posehn wrote Deadpool. Yeah. I'm talking Lobo. It's a, a guy oh, from oh, a metal oh, band. Oh, 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 I keep oh. saying Deadpool instead of Lobo because of yeah. the beer. Uh, but one of the one of the metal guys from the 80s wrote oh, was Deadpool it? or Lobo for a while. Oh, I can't remember who. Well, no, I just think of those great ep- uh, issues that were uh, drawn by Bisley. Simon, Simon, Simon Bisley. Bisley. Who wrote it? Alan Probably more. <laughs> I know it wasn't Alan Moore, but Alan just do those because he nailed that character. Well, I think that you could do that story of the Easter Bunny well, contracting to kill sure. Santa Claus. I think it would be a well, great story. He, he's so easy to do. He's a, he's a bounty hunter. Yeah. But, just, you, but you've got to yeah. have him on the motorcycle. You've got to right. do that. He's got to be in space. Yeah. Yep. Well, sources say that Lobo, is, as it stands, they want it to be a, you know, it would be a tent pool, uh, a tent pole. Costing upwards of two hundred million. Well, you know, but that's a mistake. The Warner Brothers executives saying, "I don't think we want to spend that much money on a character that nobody knows." Exactly. Yeah. To which I say again, look at Deadpool. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, so look at fucking Black Panther. His his here's his list of aliases: <laughs> the mm-hmm. uh, the main man, the main man, yeah. the bow, Master Frag. Yes. Yeah, Master Frag. The last Cesarnian. Mister mm-hmm. Machete. <laughs> Squirts of the Costumos. The ultimate Bastiche, Machete Man, El Cazadores, and Lobo, the Lord of Death. So it's Bastich. Bastich. So, bastiches. so they're saying that, that they want to do a Lobo movie. They're not willing to spend the money on it. And so they want to, you know, rewrite it, scale it down. And they still want Michael Bay to do it. Oh. No. Yeah. No. Only if, only if Here's what Kittens you do. You make a Green Lantern movie and have Lobo show up in it. Yeah, Start, right. Because it's in space. It, you introduce him. Well, I was going to say even or the or do it the other way. Have a Lobo movie where someone like a Green Lantern comes in and is a sidekick for the rest of the movie or something. Yeah. So you get introduction to 
other DC Universe aspects. Colossus, your but, Green Lantern character. Exactly, mm-hmm. but you don't need to have it be tried tied to. Oh my god, it could, be, it could be Chip Superman or something. Yeah, it could be. He Chip. could ride on his shoulder. Yeah, it could something be. Like that. It could be. It could be Lobo versus the Green Lantern Corps, and it would probably be the best movie ever made. That would work too. Because I, I would watch Fuck that. Yeah, that, times. that would work really good. Kill seeing Kilowog and. Uh, and Lobo go at it, yeah, awesome. and, then, and then get bored. Why don't we have <laughs> yeah, probably? Why don't we? Let's do it. Let's, let's ride it. Let's ride it. Let's ride it, dude. Let's do it. Well, if Michael Bay is doing it, you just need to cast Megan Fox to soap up that motorcycle real good. Mm, yeah, with her butt. Well, that's goes without saying. <laughs> and another, uh, <clears throat> we finally have a cast, or well, they've cast the lead in the uh, Greatest American Hero remake, Jack Black reboot. Yeah. No. Uh, it's, it's, uh, because the, the plot is, is that in this, in this case, the costume winds up with an Indian American woman with a fondness for tequila and karaoke. Oh, wait, I saw <laughs> this. I know who it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, the, 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 the model from New Girl. Yeah. Her hot uh, friend. Cece. Oh. oh. Yeah. She's, she's actually a very funny woman. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. She so, terrible in that outfit, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might be big on her. You I think? think everyone in that <laughs> outfit looks bad. It's the outfit in general, just but, ugly. Uh, yeah. So there's so they've cast her, and of course you got to have your FBI agent. You got to have your William Culp. Your William Culp. Yeah. Uh, Norm from Culp. Cheers. What they got? George Went. Yeah. George, which I think George is Wendt's taking the Robert Culp. Which part. I think that's what killed the show right there. I didn't even mm-hmm. know he was still around. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he's, George Went. Yeah. You are f- not kidding. The fuck? Wait, do we not like him? Well, no, I he love just, him, but he's just not the guy he's you not, want. For no, this. it's no. strange that they They're, chose him because he was in the movie House with William Cat. <laughs> what? what the fuck? You're right, though. I am right. You are right. I am. He right. was his neighbor. He was his neighbor. <laughs> we, we just started watching uh, not House Two, <laughs> the next story. No, the original House with William Cat. No, but like where he opened missed, the door and went to the Confederate they missed War. Such an opportunity. With that character, like they should have somebody cast somebody William Culpe. Yeah, someone or who. Or fucking. Um, it's Robert Culp. Robert Culp, yeah. yeah. Sorry. William no, Culp's like, a stupid brother. <laughs> no, with the flipper arms. Stupid who brother. Do it? Oh, God. What's his face? He's uh, the comedian. David Koichner. David Kechner. Kechner. Kechner should be. <laughs> oh, he'd be great. And he could be, he could be, he could be like a totally conservative like Trump lover and shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wackiness could fucking ensue. It would. I'd, 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 I'd put. Uh, I'd put uh, Adam Baldwin in there. Oh, yeah. Adam Baldwin. Adam Baldwin. The Jane from Firefly. Firefly. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. conservative well, gun yeah. nut. Well, yeah. he basically played that role in he Chuck. Just, yeah, exactly. He would just, so. he would just, just and have him play his character, the same character from character. Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> have it be the same character. That'd be yeah. good. Be great. Oh, then that fuck mean- Hollywood. Listen to the show. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> we know things and say Consult stuff. Consult us. Yeah, we'll do and it then, for half the price. And some twice more, as nice. Some more good news for We're Shannon. Throwing oh, corporal kitten shit for free. God, you're lucky <laughs> no, I found no. a corporal kitten recreational thing them. that makes me handle bad news better. All right, because you're getting. Right. How, how far into preacher are you, or did you just walk away? Um. Yeah. You I just did. walked away. Mm, didn't like the taste that left in my mouth. <laughs> how, far, how far did you get? I got to where they were going to start to tell the actual story. Yeah. <laughs> so episode nine. The last episode. Last episode nine of ten. <laughs> last episode. Because we're going to meet uh, Jesse's extended family. Oh, the fish fucker. 
and they, they is he ca- gonna fuck a fish? He's I don't know. On that they they've cast some of the parts. Uh-huh. Uh, Betty Buckley is Marie Grandma Langell, a grandma. Yeah, yeah. Gross. She's all shriveled up and icky. Yeah, Betty Buckley. Yeah. Uh, she is a spiritist with true powers who can cast spells and even bring back the dead. Which no, is, she can't. Which is why they brought Tulip to her at the end of this current season because Tulip, oh. Tulip died at the end of the I, season. I, I can feel I the even, rage emanating. I even gave up on the show and, this, and I love <laughs> Bradley Cooper in it. I thought he was fantastic, but I just, Bradley, Cooper Bradley Cooper was in Preacher? Dominic Cooper. Oh, Ryan sorry. Fuller was in. It was it was uh, it was Ryan Roundhouse Rundy. That's it. I love that guy. Yeah, he's good. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jeremy Childs from Nashville will play her chief enforcer, Jody. Uh, What's his superpowers that he didn't have in the comic book? Carrie, he's a chief enforcer. Okay, he um, summons he summons racially offensive Native American caricatures. <laughs> Liz Cunningham will portray the sidekick, sniveling sidekick TC. She does really vicious Richie Cunningham impressions. And uh, Liz McGeever from Nashville will be Christina Custer, Jesse's long-suffering mother. Look at his face. Look at his face. I look disgusted. <laughs> he looks angry. I, st- I still enjoy the show. Okay. I still enjoy the show. Well, I still like you. <laughs> See, we came to an agreement. Um, and and this, is, this is one of my favorite stories. It was from a week or so ago. Uh, because, as we all know, the Last Jedi, for some reason, is a divisive Star Wars movie. Oh, just a little. I don't understand. I don't understand why. Because we all liked it. I, I don't actually, you know. I only know two or three people who didn't. Really? And one of them had fairly valid reasons, and the other one's a dumbass. Okay. Wow. So, take that, other one. Yeah, take that. Right you here. You. Take, <laughs> I'm take, right here. <laughs> that Cameron Kippen shits. Well, as, as, this story, as this story is written, I think I found this on io9. It says, Last Jedi takes aim at some of the most deeply held establishments and tenets of the Star Wars saga, laying the ground for new generation to build something different in their place. It's all pretty heady stuff. But it also broke another Star Wars tradition that was a bit easier to miss, and you probably didn't notice it. It, it jumped the shark three movies ago. What? what Star the Wars? Scream. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. I, I read your mind. <laughs> I was seeing your paper in front of your eyes. This is the first this is weird. Star Wars movie, aside from Rogue One, that did not use the Wilhelm scream. Yep. Oh. Well, if Rogue One didn't do it, would it technically be the second Star Wars movie not to use Yeah, this is the first one they're making no. a big deal out of it from. Yeah. Oh. Ben because Burt. it's not part of the, you know... Skywalker's Skywalker yeah, Ben Burt found this weird scream in this jungle movie from the 50s. and I have the origin. Ah. Because I'm such a nerd about Wait, this Wait, you have the shit. origin of the Wilhelm scream? I yeah, thought I it was lost. The... I know since, about it. Since 1977, oh. every film in the main Star Wars franchise has weaved in the oral Easter egg that is the Wilhelm scream. The wailing shriek of a soundbite named after the moment Private Wilhelm catches an arrow to the leg in the 1953 western The Charge at Feather River hmm. is where you can see it for the first time. So, and there's a, and there's a, a a quick cut on YouTube if you look. Oh, if yeah, you search like Star almost, Wars Wilhelm scream. Well, and almost every Indiana Jones movie has it. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Actually, any any movie that Lucas Sound worked on or Skywalker Sound worked on, they find probably. a way to sneak them in. Yeah, and uh, this was the first time they said we're. He says we've got our own Wilhelm scream. We've created our own scream. Well, the other and, one's not good enough for and, him anymore. And you have to now find it. 
because we're going to start sticking it in. It had oh, kind of okay. it had kind of gotten to a point where you you almost got smacked by it. Like you're mm-hmm. really into the movie, and then all of a sudden, oh well, cool. It's like when Stan Lee shows up. I was thinking the same Except thing. For now, every time I see Stan Lee in a Marvel movie, I'm like, this is probably the last time. <laughs> yeah, there we go. This is the. <laughs> there it is. That is the classic Wilhelm scream. Private Wilhelm. <laughs> Taking an arrow to the knee. Maybe is where the Skyrim joke Did he used to be from. an adventurer? Yeah. Mm. That, is, that is a good analogy, though. It is like Stan Lee's. So he said, he said, in this movie, we've decided to move from the Wilhelm scream. We've created a new one. We're letting the past die. And we're not going to tell you what it is. You've just got to find it yourself. It's probably when he goes, ow. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Maybe it's a, the sound so of a porg screaming. It's funny that uh, it's funny that people are having such a hard time with uh, Last Jedi, but I haven't seen people because it it played with the mythology quite a bit and altered some sacred cows. Uh, Rebels mm. threw some damn. shit right out the window. Now you you've not seen the season finale. We haven't seen the series finale as of this recording. No, no. I mean as but of this as of this broadcast, it will have played. It will have played. You will have seen. They, be, I'm sad it's going away, man. It's yeah, quite good. Quite good. It's quite good, and it went from a few people that had some issues with it being a little a little kidified, like a little bit on the juvenile side as far as not taking risks with stories. Like you very rarely see stormtroopers dying. Mm-hmm. And then there was one episode where I thought they were just going to turn it into a Star Wars snuff special. Yeah. Because, yeah, we're going to kill everything. Stormtroopers, this guy, that guy. Oh, I was watching some, like, uh, one of the episodes we just watched. And he, I'm not going to say who they're going to rescue if you haven't seen it yet. But there's a part where he takes the lightsaber and goes underneath the Stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. And they just fall. And I go, and yeah, you, they're dead. And you know it's hundreds of feet. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and uh, there's there's uh, the inside of a very, very ancient Jedi temple that starts dealing with probably the most profoundly metaphysical shit Star Wars has ever even fucked with. And, uh, you know, space, time, all that stuff. They've, they've never done space, time yeah. stuff in Star Wars. Exactly. So. But when you're seeing Ezra walking around and hearing bits from movies and animation. Well, and, and the fact that he can, in that temple, go oh. to the past mm-hmm. and pull people out of the past. Yep. Some people, you know, some, some people, people won't let them. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's that was pretty freaky. So well, all, all y'all who have a problem with the Last Jedi, why don't you focus on this? We yeah. went, you know? we went back, we went back and watched the episode where that person that he pulled out mm-hmm. died, ah. and uh, it was already there because there's the kill stroke, and then there's this mysterious scene showing that person literally doing exactly the same thing that that person did at the end of the episode where he pulled her out. I didn't think to go that far back to we did. look. We did. And you, you yep, saw That her. person's wandering away in exactly the same way, and you're like, oh, okay, that explains it. Because there's the big mystery. What happened to her? What's about the owl? What's the thing? What's the thing? Well, now we know. He's and him pulling her. Him pulling her and her going back uh, to that exact same moment because oh, that's where wow. she belongs. Okay. That episode was trippy. Well, it was trippy when you hear, when you hear <laughs> Ray whispering to Finn, I'll see you again, I know it, and you're like, oh, that's an echo in the force. Yeah. You know, it's literally, that's his destiny. That's their destiny. It's intertwined. It's echoing. It's reverberating through the force. It's powerful enough that Ezra's hearing it 40 years earlier. Um, wow. Yeah. And all the Maz Kanata lines. It's crazy. <sighs> yeah. So uh, very, very rarely does a cartoon. I mean, I, I love Star Wars, right? 
that Last Jedi had me freaked out a couple of times because there's some very visceral stuff that happens that kind of punches you in the face. Mm-hmm. Last four episodes of Rebels, same thing. And maybe I'm just emotionally fragile right now because I also notice that if I hear the Skywalker theme, I just start getting choked up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe that's just where I'm at in the world right now. But Wow. Um, it's been pretty good, though. That yeah, whole so Rebels run has been really two good. Two more episodes to go, and I kind of have some theories, and I'm just going to shut up about them and uh, let it wash over me. So well, as of, as, of, as of this release, you will have seen it. Yeah. We miss you already. But they're wrapping, they're wrapping some stuff up. I mean, a lot of people were being really critical of it because the TIE, the tie Striker and the TIE uh, Defender, the, the ships that mm-hmm. they introduced in this that, that Thrawn had developed, they're not in the trilogy. Yeah. People are like, well, it's in the trilogy. Well... Show fucking explain it if you shut up long enough and just let it yeah. tell the story. I can't. I'm too busy bitching about this thing. Yeah. It's the thing. <laughs> this thing that I love. Other yeah. people like it. I must <laughs> hurt Yay. them. All right. Uh, movies, games. What do we got here? Anybody? I'm pulling mine up right now. Do it. Well, we got it now. Uh, if you want to watch it again, Justice League is now out. I'll oh, watch it is. I'll yeah. watch it again. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy it. I'll probably buy it. Sure. I enjoyed it. I yeah. Uh, as we, stars. as we record this uh, tomorrow, uh, or you know, be three weeks from now. But uh, if you hear me scream across the valley, it's because if The Shape of Water actually won the Best Picture award, such a beautiful film. It, so you're going to scream if Lady Bird wins, wins, or you're going to scream if Shape of Water? That'll be wins. different. What would be the difference? <laughs> yeah, okay, hold on. There's got to be Let's two different this. kinds of. I want to hear the. Well, the and, Lady Bird and these And these events have already happened. Yeah. So let's see. So Which as, one was it? Now that you'll know what that horrible sound was, you heard. Reverb. Uh, what's what's so? What's your ladybird scream? My ladybird one. It's yeah. a Wilhelm scream, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's that one. Okay. Uh, what about what's your scream though? Like if if Shape of Water wins. <laughs> They're the same. Well, that sounds the same. I know, right? Huh. <laughs> That's uh, why the I always wondered. Like, God, is uh, Jimmy watching Star Wars? <laughs> or, you know, because we live right by each other. I, I guess that's how the sound he makes when he orgasms. It too. must be. <laughs> yeah. So Shape of Water and Justice League are the same week? Yep. Uh, wow. Also, Ferdinand comes out. Which actually was, it was cute for kids. You know, it was it's all right. Electronic babysitter. Uh, mm-hmm. a, another film that's nominated for, uh, I think, Best Picture, um, Call Me By Your Name. Yes. Is out with Army Hammer and Timothy, I always butcher his name, Schlemet, uh, I think is how you say it. I hear there's peach fucking in that. There is a peach fucking. What? There's peach Wait, fucking. what movie is that? That's like my favorite genre of film. <laughs> peach fucking? Peach fucking. Call me by your name. Oh, okay. I mean like the fruit peach? God, there's yeah. a lot coming out. Oh. Yeah, stay with the fucking program. Oh, sorry, that's just... Oh, he, he, thought it was Mar- he thought it was Mario's girlfriend. Uh, yeah, uh, I was... He's a gamer, so he oh, went there, okay. you know. Come on. I just, sorry, uh, I didn't mean to yell. <laughs> I just... Uh, this movie, it got screwed in... Because it's really good, but it's because of the the main actors got into some shit. But it's the disaster artist, yes, with James Franco about the room. That movie's fantastic, but it's it, great. Like, but if you've never seen the room, you need to watch the room before it. Yep, I or, my, or the day before. I made gotta, my mom yeah. watch it. <laughs> the room, cat put it on for her, and I was like, I'm not going in that room. Yeah. Uh, I Tanya's coming out, which is fantastic. God, I amazing. Tanya. <laughs> I Tanya. I Tanya. Oh, I Tanya. No, I Tanya. I Tanya. I Tanya. What is going on? <laughs> there's a, there's also a movie about a, uh, a space alien who uh, is having trouble holding his liquor called I Tanya. I Tanya. I Tanya. No, I Tanya. It's a little little space alien, and he has it's drinking. Cl- problem. Is it Clint Howard? It's Clint Howard. Sam <laughs> <laughs> and Discovery. I Tanya. I did. Yeah. That would be a funny like, skit if somebody could do it. I told my son. I, I drank like, too much Tranya in this. <laughs> I live in this old folks' home in Florida. I Tranya. Uh, I've not watched it. I've heard amazing things, but The Handmaid's Tale, season one, 
Yeah. I heard it's fucked up. I heard it's a documentary. Uh, uh, Shannon likes this show, uh, Fear the Walking Dead, season three. I like it better than the... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Huh? We're just going to disagree. I I enjoy the original. The, well, Origi- no. Original flavor. Even this late... La- uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's done. Yeah. It's, I still <laughs> enjoy it. Done. Uh Into the Badlands, season two. <gasps> That's now out. Yeah. I love that fucking show. That's what I figured you would. No, I, seriously, it's a kung fu fight and post-apocalyptic movie with motorcycles and sword fighting. I need to watch that, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, and and I think I think Into the Badlands is what ruined Iron Fist for me. Mm. Because Into the Badlands, you've got every fucking actor in it doing their own martial arts. Mm. And doing it well-lit, and it's convincing. And so I was going to say, maybe I should watch Iron Fist before I watch Into the Badlands, but if I do that, I might never get to Into the Badlands. I can honestly say you don't need to watch Iron Fist. No. I would second that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah you're not missing yeah. Am I going to understand? I, okay, I'll no. admit it. I haven't watched Defenders yet. Am I, I going to understand right. Defenders yeah. if yeah. I don't watch Iron Fist? I could. I could if, I, if I had the time, if I had the seven hours of my life that I'd never get back, I could edit Defenders down into a very enjoyable hour and 15-minute show. Oh. You, you could make it into a movie, yeah. Yeah, you can make it into a short-form movie that worked yeah. just fine. Ouch. Uh, Lego DC superheroes, uh, The Flash is oh, coming out. Oh, yes. He loses one. his powers. Der Flash? Oh. I know, right? <laughs> That's bullshit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my powers again. <laughs> I, uh, uh. I'm actually curious about this one. It's uh, a sequel to an old Jean Claude Van Damme movie. What? Kickboxer Retaliation. Oh, and and, and John Claude's in it, huh? He's in it, and so is Mike Tyson. <laughs> That's super. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, let's keep giving Listen, that guy money. If I could stop solving mysteries, I could be in the movie. <laughs> Uh, I, I love that show. The best, the best thing that Mike Tyson ever said I know he, was when he yeah. told me I was crazy. Yeah. No, it's just, he's a horrible human being, but yeah. I laugh out loud at Mike Tyson mysteries. It's just hilarious. Crazy. Uh, games? Games. Uh, we got a new expansion from Assassin's Creed Origins. What? Called Curse of the Pharaohs. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That sounds sassy. And uh, it's uh, been a couple years, so they remade Devil May Cry again. Again, so yeah, is it <laughs> Devil May Cry Baby? Devil May, they should call it's it that. Johnny Depp. <laughs> Devil May Cry HD Collection for all I, the I systems. Think Johnny Depp will fucking work for Cornflakes anymore. So probably would. Well, he's he's got all he's got all these lawsuits. It's and... a me, Johnny Depp. I work for Cornflakes. Good. <laughs> I have an Italian accent now. Johnny Depp will be the new Mario. <laughs> Buy yeah. some Cornflakes, man. Speaking yeah. of corn, we got Pure Farming 2018. Oh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. Farming Simulator. Oh yeah, and do it before it's Did automated. It say, was it Pure? Like on a no, like pure, a, sorry. Oh. Pure. Pure pure farming. Pure. Pure. Don't, pure. don't play it because I already know what's happening. I was listening to this conspiracy theory podcast, and what they're doing is having you play the simulator thinking you're doing for, uh, for what you're doing is uh, driving the drones that harvest the corn. So you're actually doing work without realizing right. you're doing and work. Right, and so you're putting corn farmers out of work because the drones are doing it, and you're operating oh, the drones. You know what? Fuck them. Anybody that would play one of those games deserves that. <laughs> <laughs> having uh, having grown and, uh, up having grown up on a farm, I just like to ask these people who make these games what the fuck they think they're doing. Well, you know, because it's it's not fun. Yeah, that's what I don't it's get about these games. Fun, like truck driver games, truck driver simulator, yeah. stuff like yeah. that. It's like what, the only what, simulator worth playing is Line Rider. Whoa, because you get that toboggan to go and flip out and yeah, but crash. Truck driver games, you get to pick up hitchhikers and they get to learn about the rules of the road. I guess oh, I, don't, I bet that probably doesn't happen. <laughs> how, yeah. do you, how do you level I mean, up in guess. that game? 
It's like you learn the rules. Your next road. mission: <laughs> see how long you could stay away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Supplies needed. Yeah, Pop methamphetamine. Pop breads now. <laughs> Welcome to Battle Mountain. See if you can fill an entire two-liter bottle with your bladder. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, your heart didn't explode. Level up. <laughs> Level up. <laughs> Fried chicken. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Your wife so, just filed for divorce. <laughs> level four. And she's your co-driver. Oh, man. Uh, God, a hooker at the truck stop. <laughs> in oh, Battle man. Mountain. That's the, that's the final level. That's the final level. So <laughs> I, Black guy gets elected president. <laughs> you lose 30 life points. That's, that's not what it said when I played. It was black guy elected president. Welcome to the NRA. <laughs> oh. uh, and uh, there's also a new Kirby game coming out for the Switch. Kirby Star Allies. So Kirby. that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. He drives Kirby. his truck. And uh, <laughs> speaking of driving, uh, Burnout Paradise, which was yes. a really good game back I in the PS3, Burnout. Xbox yeah. 360 games. Oh. It's getting a remaster for the PS4 and the I Xbox One. I thought it was a trailer park full of stoners. <laughs> yeah, Burnout Paradise. <laughs> hey, man! It was me when I worked at a data processing. Hey. This vending hey, machine is free and it's never Broken, dude! Welcome <laughs> to Burnout Paradise, yeah! man. This is the best ever. It's, a, it's, it's Burnout 10-key simulator. Denied. I'm writing Burnout Paradise now. <laughs> just, I'm going to write it. Well, no, seriously, you're going to do 10-key, but in Miami. No mellows are ever harsh here, man. <laughs> Welcome to Burnout Paradise. Oh, no, wait. This is a reality show. Yeah. This isn't a movie. This is a reality show. Where, where, is... where are we locating it, and how do we get on board? Well, somewhere cheap to film, probably Georgia. <laughs> yeah. Got good tax breaks. Not if they don't. Yeah. Straight up. scabs oh. on my face. <laughs> Don't Feel worry. like 75% faster, man. Don't worry. Welcome to Burnout Paradise. <laughs> Don't worry about Meth Mouth over there, man. He's armless. Hey, why did Baby come and call me Meth Mouth? Because <laughs> you ain't got no teeth, stupid. <laughs> He's not going to hurt you, I promise. <laughs> he can't. <laughs> he he can't, tried. man. He's got no teeth. His Yest- fingernails are brittle. Yesterday. As fuck. Yesterday, I tried to bite my arm, man, but all I did was make the skin softer. His bones are like more, more like just like an idea of bones. He's cool. He can't do nothing. Man, man, man mouth, you're like a grandma on vacation. You ain't got no calcium. Oh, but he's wily. He's wily and he's fast and he can hide. I mean, he gets good. He scratches those bugs right off. The end, at the end of every episode, they have to vote someone out of the trailer park. Oh, that'd be the saddest. And every like, week you watch no, not meth mail. <laughs> hey, man. I've been just wanting to leave. I got my job. Where do they take him after Burnout Paradise? What's what's after no, that? Oh, what's, what's he oh get, no, he'll get his own talk show or some shit. He's getting voted off. Show. They just take your joint and go... <laughs> and then in 12 years, he's president. <laughs> president uh, Meth Mouth. Habe. Habe don't give a brother. Let me tell you something about Trabe. Let me tell you something. All right. I think that's Mush Mouth. Yeah. Yes, that's uh, Mush Mouth. Right, oh. <laughs> Stay with the fucking program, Tony. Hey. Yeah. Get All with right. the stream of consciousness. <laughs> All right, Tony's out. <laughs> Extinguish it. Yeah. <laughs> Put out Tony's joint right That's now. Right. Put it out. Don't leave me. <laughs> he I'll miss you, him. meth mouth. <laughs> Does the burnout paradise walk fly away? <laughs> oh. 
They, they, they get launched out of a catapult into the ocean. <laughs> into another trailer park. Into rehab. Into another yeah, trailer park. Like, but they don't they don't put his joint out. They just take the paper and they don't roll it. They just burn it. <laughs> he doesn't get a joint. I'll never forget you. All right. <laughs> All right. All right, burnouts. Your challenge today. Obakeba. Is to <laughs> is to strip all of the copper wire out of that abandoned home. Oh, we've eaten today. Whoever gets the most <laughs> copper wire wins this prize. This box of Marlboros. Oh, hey, but, hey, but Ruby, hey, but Ruby, but this me, is burnout paradise. This whole house is made of copper. Let, <laughs> me, let me tell you something. When you're stripping copper, use your teeth. <laughs> it's like nature's wire cutters. Oh, my tooth is gone. <laughs> oh no. Burnouts, burnouts, ready. Yeah. Go, Hey, and Debbie. I'm hungry. There you go. I'm hungry. <laughs> All right. Is that a vending machine? <laughs> I think we're done. Okay. Uh, yeah. Finish this up, Mr. B. Oh, my feature's now sponsored. My <laughs> <laughs> corporal kitten shits, uh, kitty shit powder. What's that stuff called? Uh, litter. Kitty litter. Yeah. <laughs> kitty shit powder. <laughs> you, know, that, you know, I think you're onto something. <laughs> it says right on the box, it, the bag. Comes in a bag? Yeah, yeah sure. It says, I'm corporal kitten shits. <laughs> if you need to shit, Please shit on me. <laughs> My shit powder. That's what brings you Sharon Sinoff. <laughs> and he bought the original. <laughs> Eat more ham. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. You stayed till the end. This is where the celebrities happen. Woo. Jimmy Martin bringing them. Yeah. You went to the uh, Tomb Raider junket? Yeah, we did an escape room and everything. Not going to review it? Not yet. Not until, what, next week? Yeah. Yeah, okay. we'll do it next week. We'll do, review it next week. But now... You get to uh, hear Jimmy interviewing uh, three people who worked on the movies. Uh, you got uh, your Walton Goggins yep. and his teeth. <laughs> I don't uh, know. <laughs> you got Alicia Vikander and all of her. Yep. And uh, the director. We're going to start it with this one. We're going to start with the director? Yeah, I'm going to butcher his name, too. All right. All right. His name is Roar Utag. Roar Utag. Utag. One of the fastest interviews I've ever done. Watch this. All right. Pleasure to meet you. What was the most difficult scene to film in this one? I think some of the big action sequences are the most complicated. Yeah. Because you have actors, you have a boat on a big gym, a gimbal, you have yeah. uh, water cannons, <laughs> rain machines, and lightning strikes, yeah. and all that stuff that has to be coordinated to yeah. work within the shot. So uh, that was probably the most complicated stuff. Is it more difficult coming into a film like an original one like you've done before, or something that has a franchise and a following behind it? Mm, not really. Yeah. First of all, I think it's really inspiring to see all the excitement from the fans. Sure. And then, I guess, we as filmmakers, we just focus on making this yeah. movie and don't think much, too much about all the heritage. Sure. But uh, of course, we want to also pay our respect to the fans. Yeah. Uh, but, um, this was a brand new origin story of Lara Croft for yeah. the big screen. So I felt we had really free reins in what we wanted to do. Who inspires your uh, your craft and your artistry as a director? That's a good question. I'm starting out, like growing up in Norway, uh, we when the new Hollywood blockbusters would come <laughs> on screen, we would run to the cinemas and sure. like movies like Indiana Jones and yeah. Terminator 2 and uh, those <laughs> movies uh, were really important growing up. Uh, it's, uh, back in the day, uh, Laura Croft, her, her first job is kind of mediocre, I'd say, as a courier. Yeah. And I was going to say, what, is, what are your first jobs that you ever had before becoming a director? Uh, I used to um, uh, deliver newspapers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute pleasure meeting you. Thank you so much. <laughs>
Yeah, he. Yeah. Uh, it's over already. Yeah. What uh? What was the hardest scene to film? The action scenes. Okay. He's not Next a real question. chatty. No. Giving person. And I was I was warned of that before I went in there. <laughs> I thought I had enough questions and. All right. Well, I guess we're going to do Walton next. Of course. Then. Walton Goggins, who just in, is in one of Shannon and I's favorite shows. Uh, what's Just, Justified. Justified, yeah. Yeah. And, and, he and he played the villain yeah. in Justified. And he was also the kind of the villain in... Uh, Vice Principals? The, no. Um, oh, he's great in Vice Principals. Yeah. He, in that, that old cop show. Oh, yeah, yeah. With the thing. The Wire. Was no. he? In, no, no, he was in The Wire, wasn't he? No. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. With that guy that... That fat guy that the played shield. The, the shield. The yeah. shield? Yeah. Oh, okay. But a uh, great actor, and I want him to be a Marvel villain one of these days. Yeah. Sometimes you can see how actors, like, just how they treat the people in the hallways as we're waiting like that. Mm-hmm. There was, I'll never forget, he tripped on a chair and kind of bumped into this lady and goes, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Let's do Warner Brothers together. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it's pretty good. All right, here he is, Walton Goggins. Absolute pleasure to meet you. Uh, this is a perfect way to spend my birthday. Somebody's gonna say that. Happy birthday, <laughs> Thank man! Thank you. <laughs> you have such an amazing range from drama to comedy like that. Is there one that like pulls you closer to like that you want to do the role for? Or? Wow, man! First and foremost, thank you very much for saying that. You know, I, it, it all it all depends on on the story. Yeah. Really, you know, I'm just kind of motivated and by by the by the people themselves and and what their story is or how I can mine their story. Yeah. And and that's the thing that I, I really kind of look for. When you look at a script like what excites you the most? Well, I mean I mean I think I think I'm motivated by story more than more than anything. Yeah. And then I'm motivated if if in reading uh, the character that I'm being asked to play, if I can participate in a in a real way and help my director tell that story. Yeah. You know, regardless of what it is. I mean, I, I've done a lot of drama in my life and a lot of drama that happens to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> and I've done some, done some comedy in my life that happens uh, to be very serious. Sure. And, uh, and, and I think, you know, for, for the audience today in 2018, um, you, you, you need to, 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 to tell a good story. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, people can smell if it's not, and, um, and you will, they will tune out very quickly. You've done almost every kind of genre. I mean, like, I, I can't even list the, the films you've done, <laughs> you know, films and TV shows. Is there something you haven't done yet that you really want to do, like genre-wise? Uh, a reality show <laughs> about traveling, you know? I, I Honestly, I, I'm a person who likes to be in the world, and uh, and, I, and I, I think what Anthony Bourdain has done with, uh, with with his show and introducing people to different ways of yeah. eating, therefore different ways of thinking. Sure. Um, you know, I, I would like to, to, to do something like that for, for a period of time. The film's based on, on a video game, and I was just talking with your co-star, and I asked her if she'd ever played video games or what she was good at. Is there one that you're good at? John Galaga. Pretty much everybody in this room, everybody in this hotel, everybody in this city. No, I'm, I'm, I, I, that's really kind of where mine left off, but I, I did it with style. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the job that Laura Croft has, the first one, uh, she's a cur- courier. Not the greatest of jobs. I was wondering what your first job was. Well, the it's all been downhill for me, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. My first job was a uh, a DJ at a skating rink. That's and, awesome. Uh, it, it was awesome. Uh, so much so that we actually had Roxanne Chante come to uh, Paulding County Skating Rink and uh, and play, and 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 it was cool. That's awesome. Uh, one of my favorite questions to ask anybody because I think it tells a lot about a person is what is your go to karaoke song. Oh, my go-to karaoke song. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Uh, wow, that's uh, that's crazy. Um, uh, I don't know, Hollywood Nights by Bob Seger. Good you know? one. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Absolute pleasure to meet you. Right back at Thank you. All right. One of the best jobs ever. I'll bet. He was a D, uh, DJ at a roller skate rink. Mm. <laughs>
been there. <laughs> not so great. Um, <laughs> not a not a great memory. Yeah, right. Uh, let's see. Now we got uh, Alicia Vikander. Yeah. Ex Machina. It's not Angelina Jolie anymore. No. We're in a new era. She was great in Ex Machina. Oh, God, yeah. And uh, just uh, when they said she's Laura Croft, I went, wow, great choice. Well, if you've ever played the video games, too, the, this new reboot, mm-hmm. it almost looks just like it. It does. Yeah, it's, it's a great casting. Yeah. So, so are, are her uh, boobies triangular? I don't know about that. <laughs> it's not the 8 bit. It's, it's not the 8 bit version. <laughs> Here we go, Elisa Vikander. Absolute pleasure to meet you. Grattis på födelsedagen. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, you get put through the ringer in this in this film. And yeah. what was the craziest scene in the film? Ooh, there were there were quite a few. Um, I think you know it was a lot of action sequences, but I think you know I, I wasn't prepared how tough it was going to be to yeah. do all these water sequences uh, sure. that are in the film. Much due to the fact that yeah, water cannons. I mean that was tough, but they had these huge <laughs> fans. Which means when the water actually hits you, it's kind of turned into ice. Yeah. So it got really cold. And that was probably <laughs> like the toughest uh, out of all the action sequences, surprisingly. When you got your hands on the script, what got you really excited about the character? I really was excited. I mean, I grew up with this character. I played the games. Oh, yeah. we'll and, give you that. And, 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 and <laughs> it meant so much back then to have a female protagonist finally in a video game world and Angelina Jolie later on as an action heroine on screen. So, you know, get the chance to take on that kind of this, fa- you know, famous action heroine and all the, all the traits that she's so famous for. I love that this was, you know, a, a choice of making an origin story. Yeah. Which as an actor, I think really appealed to me because that makes you kind of be able to show this much more human side of her maybe and 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 the fact that she's kind of open to being um um not only badass but also vulnerable yeah. and it makes you kind of root for her <laughs> because she goes on this journey of actually having to pull out uh her you know um uh, uh the warrior within her you, you brought up angelina jolie i'm always curious when there are famous characters like this and it kind of passed down the generations like are there really like passive torches like do you ever get like their blessing kind of thing or I, i'm a huge i i i think that she's an extraordinary actress and i also look up to her a lot yeah. because uh, because of the filmmaker and producer that she is um i myself questioned when they called me about this film first an interest what you know that haven't they done it and it's not until they introduced me to the fact that they wanted to show quite a different angle of this universe and, and bring uh, the fans uh, and, uh, something new. And then I felt like these two versions can coexist. Yeah. And that, that we, me, the director, and the rest of the cast and everyone involved, involved really feel like we're trying to reinvent this this world and, and bring something fresh. Now you mentioned you played the games. I was curious if you, if you well obviously you do play games. Do you have a favorite one? And uh, what are you good at? So I, I think for the last 15 years I haven't played much games, <laughs> most because it's very time consuming. True. I was very happy to play the rebooted games though and I, uh, we took a lot of inspiration from them for this film yeah. um, but I yeah I, I, I played the like the anniversary version of the first Tomb Raider <laughs> I uh, I was much more into computer games adventure point and click games like yeah. Broken Sword Monkey <laughs> Island yeah that was that was what I loved I miss Monkey Island <laughs> yeah it was good adventure and good stories absolutely yeah absolute pleasure meeting you pleasure to Thanks meet so you much. All right. There you yeah, go. Her boobies aren't... Uh, no. No, we didn't talk about that. No, she's she's not 64-bit or 8-bit. She's That question was not on my card. She's <laughs> all there. All right. 
Uh, well, thank you, Jimmy. Thank you. All right. Uh, thank you for staying till the end of this uh, episode, and we will see you next week.